inside of us, we both know you belong with Victor. You're part of his work, the thing that keeps him going. If that plane leaves the ground and you're not with him, you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. But what about us? We'll always have Paris. We didn't have, we, we lost it until you came to Casablanca. We got it back last night. And I said I would never leave you. And you never will. But I've got a job to do, too. Where I'm going, you can't follow. What I've got to do, you can't be any part of. Hilda, I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Someday you'll understand that. Now, now. Here's looking at you, kid. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. A sigh is just a sigh. And a very jazz club filled welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast of a gin joint that does what it says on the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm that goddamn broad that walked into this gin joint. <laughs> Liam. And I'm Georgia. Just, just Georgia. Play it again, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and that's the gang today. You never know what lineup you're getting when you, when you tune into the BF. Exactly. And I'm back. And Woo! you're back. Woo! And Ethan's happy birthday. No, Ethan. Yay! <laughs> Love you, buddy. We do. You say happy birthday? Yeah, because it was his birthday last it's week. my birthday when I was. Oh, so for his birthday, it- we've got rid of Ethan. Oh, uh, okay, because you said, like, happy birthday, there's no Ethan. No, like, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I was going to be No, we miss you, buddy. It's not Ethan's birthday. Now, Ethan just couldn't make it, and these things, as we say, happen. And, they do. But, but here we are. We're here today to talk about episode number 116, Casablanca. And people have realized I'm back, so now tuning out. They're tuning out. <laughs> Go on. So th- right, we've got the download I think now. the download counts. We're all right. <laughs> so here we go. That's downhill from here, folks. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we charted, I mean, it's a very global film. So we charted this, um, this Tell week me in, Casablanca. in Great Britain, <laughs> yeah. in uh, France, in uh, Occupied or Not, in Norway, <laughs> Denmark, the Netherlands, Switzerland, Malaysia. We were number 31 in South Korea. We were also number 31 in Nigeria. Hey. We remain number one in Ghana. Woo. And we remain number one, thanks for leaving the light on. In Sierra, Sierra Leone. Leone. <laughs> nice. Because you told me you listened to last week, so you would know that we yeah, were yeah. back. Yeah, so there we go. We, we, just, we just missed our one our anniversary on Sierra Leone by like a week. Oh, okay. That would have been great. So last week and this week, um, we're number one in Ghana and uh, Sierra, Sierra Leone. Leone. Yeah, we've done yeah. the double both, so that's good. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you for downloading us. And speaking of thank you for downloading us, 50,000 downloads happened this week. Yeah, so... You kept that quiet. uh, Yeah, yeah. I wanted it for this moment. No one else knows. So there we go. So does that mean you have to do Dirty Dancing? No, because it was after the birthday. (laughs) I was still pushing. I I barely, I barely avoided. Was it two weeks? (laughs) Well, two weeks is a celebration. Three weeks. Georgia continues to whoop whoop on 50,000. Your whoop whoop is acknowledged. Uh, So I was looking at kind of going to myself going, what's the target for next year's birthday Ooh. and i think it's you got to double it i think you gotta go 100 <gasps> Could yeah. you imagine like 100 i was thinking it's, it's not that much really no we're asking to beat it by a couple of months but if you think about where we were when we made the 50 i mean i was being really really out yeah, there with 50 yeah, yeah, and we yeah, almost yeah. got that wow so thank you i mean if, for us that's a big number i know for some podcasts to do that Huge in a, a short amount of time there's some podcasts been going a lot longer who aren't anywhere close to fifty thousand. and for us we just appreciate we just appreciate it. It's, yeah, a, it's a goal do. that we set ourselves, and it feels good to be there. And that's thanks to everybody who who downloads 
the fact that we just watch stuff and turn mics on. Thank you to the same three listeners who yes. keep downloading us. On repeat. <laughs> and moving thank around you. the world. On really appreciate it. <laughs> no, thank you. Seriously, brilliant. And so while we're thanking people, it would, it would just make sense to segue here into thanking our Patreon backers who help keep oh, the lights on here at the Studio of Awesomeness. That would be Reverend Bruce, who will be joining us later on. This is our Reverend Bruce pick. Hallelujah. There you go. For Julene, <laughs> for Hermes, for Lena Oberholzer, for Katie McRae, for Ensign Ian Davies, for Chris Peterson, for Randall, what's your handle, Silva, for Dwayne Smith, for the Yeetmeister. Yeet. And I did say Dwayne Smith. You did. Dwayne Smith. There you go. And Dwayne also Smith. for Nate the Great. Our most recent backer yeah. into the Patreon pool. Thanks a lot. Yeah, cool. uh, Nate, if you could let me know when your birthday is so I make sure you get your birthday message, that'd be great. There we go. And speaking of messages, we sent some messages out this week. That'd be we great. Did. And we got some <laughs> lovely feedback. Uh, Lena wrote uh, a lovely letter. Yeah, and we had did. great feedback really, really from other people as well. Is that so. the one you shared in the group chat? That's the one I didn't share. I think Georgia shared oh, it. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah. That was a really lovely message, yeah. Selena. Thanks a lot. We're not going to embarrass you by reading it, <laughs> reading it no, out loud. No, no. But, but thank but you we very really much. It did it. make the group chat. We all went on. I was, I was actually the last one to respond on something <laughs> for once. You guys all read it. I was, I was, I was, work was busy this week. I can imagine. Oh, jeez. COVID, COVID's not over. I don't care what Boris says. COVID is not over. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're, going into we're down a member of staff going into our like busiest weeks of the year this week and yeah. I, yeah. if Easter wasn't I don't know how we would have managed things if, if Easter wasn't wasn't yeah. now I was going to say you've got the school holidays I don't know you? how it would have worked if we because like it was trending like our curve is like it's like a vertical line wow. yeah, yeah, yeah like it's it's rough we had so. a lovely message from Hermes as well by the way oh a lovely one from Hermes I haven't seen that one yet so I shall put it in the chat put it in the chat okay um, so uh, some promo stuff if you haven't already check out last week's episode Liam liked it The Wrestler yeah, The Wrestler I always give you guys a listen when I'm not on the podcast, and I just sit there and I go, that's so much better without me. See, I listen to it and I go, something feels like it's missing. <laughs> but do you ever so listen good. to it when you are on it? Now and again. Now and again. But probably yeah, not yeah, as, yeah. like, But not as regular no, as so. I do when you... Because I miss you guys. So when I miss it that week, I always make sure I listen to it. See, I do listen to every episode, so probably I'm responsible for 200 and some odd of those 50,000 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> but I just download the ones. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But no, because I'm always doing quality check and going, how to come off? Is it funny? Is it yeah, this? Yeah, is yeah. it, you know? That's a bit different for you than it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening for a purely of, although I do chuckle up in the car. Or, or I'll go, I wish I'd said this, and then I'll then save a say thing, it. and I'm like, hey! <laughs> It is always right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I found myself listening to it, and I do this quite regularly when, I, when I'm not on. I'll listen to it and I'll chip in. Yeah. And that's like, I'm being there chipping in and that just don't, maybe I should record myself chipping in. There you go. And then just insert just send them. it in. Oh, uh, I'll tell you things that we're going to be inserting next. Well, that sounds rough. <laughs> things that Ooh. we're going to be sharing our opinions on next week. Uh, Batman Real Roundtable. We're going to record it next week. Oh, good. We're going to do it. Finally. Finally. Much, much oh, delayed. I to do that. Much like, I haven't done my list of 10 oh, yet good. either, that's so we're good. all right. Uh, but we are officially, we're going to go, next week should be a shorter episode, so I'm, I'm thinking we'll be able to do a double quite easily. Oh, okay. Cool. So there we go. Yeah. Looking forward to next week, but I'm looking forward to this week first. Uh, also, on um, Friday, we're going to release a cleared for takeoff on Moon Knight. Ethan and I got together and talked about Moon Knight. The new Marvel thing. The new Marvel thing. We don't know yet. One of the new Marvel things. We yeah. don't know yet if we're going to, because stuff's coming out so fast. Yeah. Because we want to do Obi-Wan Kenobi. So oh, yeah, we we're sitting there to. going, do we do, a, do, do we do the full run of, of Moon Knight or do we just kind of do the one and kind of go from there? So we're kind of leaving the hands of people. If, if, if our peeps are, are going to watch it all, maybe we'll- How many we'll, episodes we'll, are they doing of Moon Knight? I think it's six. Okay, if it, it's six, that's magical. Six, not, six is, yeah, if it was like 10, I'd be like, no, nah, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, it in yeah. me. Six, maybe. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Of course, we got Who Do You Think You Are on the 50th scheduled for Saturday, 
We think it'll happen Saturday. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going away for a few days. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm going to Bonnie Old Scotland. Oh, cool. Yeah. So by the time, I think the Davis Airs is like the day I'm full. So if anybody knows any cool things to do at Edinburgh in the rain, uh, let me know. When's the fringe? Summer. August. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the castle? Yeah, the castle. That's the year round, I that think. one big hill. That one big hill, yeah. When's basically, basically, I'm going to go on the sordid video again yeah, where yeah. they did the food marathon in Edinburgh. Yeah. And I'm going to go, how many places are still open? Ah. All right, off I go. Ah, cool. The downside is I can't eat pizza. Ooh. So if it's a really good pizza oh, place, I can't have that. I gave it up for Lent. You did. You and did. Hermes, not Hermes, Jeez, Lestat, do not send me an exploding pizza <laughs> for like when Lent is over, like the beer from We've last year. We've got a delivery of Domino's pizza coming soon. So <laughs> Okay. Actually, I'm really quite, once I say I'm not having it, people can eat it around. I'm totally fine. You are very good. Yeah. You're so strict. I can't yeah, do it. But it has to be an all or nothing. Dude, I fall off the wagon so much. It can't be, <laughs> it can't be like, I'm going to eat less pizza. Because then yeah, I just, yeah. I just lie to myself. <laughs> yeah. It has to be, I'm going to eat no pizza. You are so, very good at that. Yeah, I don't want reality to come and slap me in the face. And speaking of that, we haven't talked about Will Smith yet. Yes. I think we should, because we actually haven't really done a whole lot of talking, even amongst ourselves today. No. So this is the first time we've recorded since the Will Smith and the slap happened. Which I thought was a punch when I first saw Chris Ro- Yeah, I woke up and saw that it was on t- my Twitter timeline or something. and went, what is this? And then yeah. the slap happened, and I thought it was a joke. I did. I thought it was I think Chris King, King Richard, da 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 da. Yeah. And then you get the, if you get the, the non American version where Will Smith continues to swear mm. and says, get my wife's name out of your bleeping mouth. And he goes, it was a joke, man. He goes, get my wife's, and he, he loses it. Yeah. So this has been quite the hot button topic. I've been talking about it at work. I've been talking about my social life. I've been talking about it on Twitter. Um, and I think everybody's, I don't think it's about Will and Jada and Chris. I think it's about people's opinions on what they think is right in the world. Well, I, I'm going to throw my hand in the ring here because yep. I thought a lot of Will Smith, because obviously he was in Fresh Prince in our era of growing Formative, up. formative stuff, man, yeah. Yeah, you know, and he became a big movie star. Independence Day, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. And, all that, and I love all their movies. So um, Will Smith has always had a, a, not a special place in my heart, but, you know, my informative years growing up, you know, Will Smith has been the, the guy that I go, oh, you know, girl fun Will. Mm-hmm. I turned on him on a dime, just like that. Yeah. I saw him do that, and Chris Rock, bless him, so composed. Mm-hmm. You can see he was like, oh, my God, live TV. What the hell's just happened? Is he, is he messing? What, what's going on? Yep. And it isn't until he starts spouting obscenities back at him mm-hmm. um, that you realize this is real. Yeah, and, I think he uh, sort of lost in the moment up until that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if Will Smith had just done that and then gone back and laughed and gone, ha-ha, gotcha, would have just carried on moving on and whatever, but it just didn't... It, Will Smith went down in my estimations. Yeah. Uh, George, your thoughts? I, I mean, you, you're pretty famous for your anti-violent sort of uh, opinion, but I want to put words in your mouth. Oh, yeah, massively. So uh, verbal abuse, even if you can count it as that, should never, ever equal physical abuse, and that wasn't even verbal abuse. It was a slightly ill-mannered joke. Yeah. Look what Rick Gervais I, does. I you know, that's the golden it's weird, it is. It's the Golden Globes and people expect that. Uh a couple of things that are just from my opinion. I'm gonna put this out here. This is me saying my, my, my opinion. It's not yeah, the opinion yeah, of yeah. you or of Georgia or of Ethan. Um, but it is the idea that uh, I don't think Chris Rock was trying to be, be malicious. I don't. I don't think he was even trying to be mean spirited. Nope. I think it was a joke about someone being bald. Now the, the story behind well I've heard a lot of people going, Well, would you do it if they had cancer? And I'm going, well, no, but, 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 
but but she doesn't. He didn't mention alopecia. He doesn't. It wasn't alopecia joke. It was it was it was it was a, 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 a GIJ. Even if you think, even if you think it was too far, even if you think that, yeah, that's just Chris getting it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not Chris. He's not going. Hey, everybody knows Jada's yada yada yada, blah blah. We saw your video with you. Kind of. He didn't make fun of that. No, 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 no. no. No, no. So he made an aside to a G.I. Jane 2 thing. And if you don't like the joke, I, hey, that's fine. Chris Rock got it wrong. And he's apologized for getting it wrong, even. Which okay? I don't think he needed to. No, I don't think he does either. I would say one more thing. Chris Rock is at work. Yeah. Chris Rock is a... He's been brought on there. His job is to present. Yeah. His job is to perform. Yeah. And I can't imagine if my boss got up in front of everybody at school, <laughs> made a joke I didn't like, me going up and, and like just snapping him. Yeah, and expecting people to think that's okay. In especially like, like I mean, you think right? Will Smith that, did that in front of all those other celebrities in front of the world. Yep, in front of people that of Chris, yeah. Chris Rock, who you know admire other people around him. Mm-hmm. I think they were good friends, weren't they? Beforehand, for, it looks it, it, like they you know, they've been yeah because they've been in similar circles for a while because they both yeah, came yeah. up around the same time. It just seemed it just seemed odd, and that'd be the same if like in the classroom if you went and disrespected. Uh, a head teacher or some other yeah. teacher in front of all them pupils. How yeah. how demasculating would that be in front of yeah. all them? You know, there's also the fact that like whether or not the like the slap is wrong in the first place or the joke is wrong in the first place. Will Smith laughs at the joke. Will Smith does. The first shot is him laughing. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. are saying, "Oh no, it's that uncomfortable laugh." And that, from my reading, that's a that's totally a, that's authentic laugh. laugh. Yeah. It's, not it's a total authentic laugh, which is why I. I, when he went up to him and he slapped him. I, I thought it was part of the act. I thought, I thought he's, up, he's up for King Richard. Uh, yeah. Richard Williams has been known to be a little, um, has been called aggressive. <laughs> he's been antagonistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is a bit they've developed between the two of them. Yeah. And then it's not until he gets back and he starts yelling. And, so, and he should have never, never took that Oscar. Well, conversation, conversations we've had, at least in my workplace, is going. And I want to thank, I do want to thank, before we get started, I'm not going to read everybody's thoughts on it, but I do want to thank Julene, uh, my sister, yeah. uh, Kirsty, Jesse B, the recasted pod, Carlo, Shoot the Flick, Jay Sands, and Ethan, who all were part of a dialogue that we had, for and against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, something that someone came at, at, at us with, and I'm going to be a whole transparent, it goes, but you guys think Lethal Weapon's okay, right? And I'm going, okay, so this, this is a Mel Gibson statement, is, is what this is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I would go, okay, you know what? Mel Gibson has done some horrible things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, other people who have won Oscars have done terrible things. The difference for me in this one is it didn't happen 20 minutes before you won your Oscar, and I didn't have to experience it in real time. Yeah. I saw the joke. I saw the laugh. I saw him walk up. I saw him smack. I saw him go back to a seat. I heard the swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the entirety of real time of what occurred. Yeah as opposed to here's something that Mel Gibson did years after he won his Oscar. I, mean, I don't think the Oscar is supposed to be a sense of morality. No, no, no. Will no, Smith no. assaulted a fellow member of yep. the Academy yep. 20 minutes before winning his Oscar for yep. Best Actor and then made a speech where he called himself a protector of people who he loves and a vessel of love. Yeah, and not only that. And he got a standing ovation. Yeah. I'm just, I just, and not once did he apologize to Chris Rock in that speech. I never, everybody else, I yeah. never agree with Jim Carrey on a stinking thing. <laughs> but Jim Carrey said it made him sick to watch Will Smith get the stand in ovation. I'm right there with you, bro. Yeah, yeah, me too. And if you have a different opinion, I, I fully understand and appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it can, and, 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 and it can hit on some stuff. Yeah, yeah, it can. I would say people were saying that Will's protecting Jada. I think Jada has the ability to manipulate him. No, no. Well, I was going to say, I think Jada has the ability to stand up for herself. Yeah, of course she she's, does. She's proven through her, like, her podcast and stuff that she is okay with having her voice out there. Yeah. All she could have, they could have sat and 
Now we done don't nothing until afterwards. She could have shouted back up onto the stage. She could have done yeah. anything she wanted to. No, but she didn't. She chose not to. We really don't know what happened because no, there's, the, there's the two didn't. shot. Yeah, and it's it's like there's Will smiling away, and there's Jada looking ticked off. Yeah, and then it cuts back to Chris, and then we get the follow shot of Will from behind. We don't know what happened in that no, interim. No, we don't, we don't. We do not know, and that would all be conjecture and speculation it to is, assume as much. But something changed. It did. Something changed in Will Smith's demeanor. And so, what would have been like? Let's take even if you think the joke was abhorrent, which which, which, which I don't. I don't either. Uh, I don't know if it's a joke I make. But when he made the joke, I wasn't going, oh, that's a low blow. And I I wasn't, though, he, like, said it and then tried to hit it home even more and bring it back. No, no. He literally just said it was just a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it was. And then what happens if Will doesn't do that? What if Will just glares? And what if when Will wins his Oscar, he goes, I want to dedicate this to my wife, the strongest woman I know, who's got to put up with, you know, BS jokes from people making fun. All of a sudden, now Will's a hero. Yeah, because yeah. he's championing how great his wife is without having to smack some someone with this open hand, which is, I think, designed to emasculate Chris Rock. It was wasn't in front of the world. It's a, it's a slap. It's a slap. Yeah. It's not a punch. If it's a yeah, punch, yeah, you're yeah. a thug. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. a slap is is really different. I was trying to explain this to some female colleagues. Going, when a man slaps a man, it's a little bit something different there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I just realized that I didn't. Is it plugged in? <laughs> oh no. Oh. Nope. Plug it in, plug it in. Do, 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 do. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I will say, out of all of the stuff that yep. has come from it, though, the one that has upset me the most is the movement from both men and women that what he was doing was right because that's how you should protect your wife. Yeah. And I'm like, if I, if when I get married to whoever I get married to, if someone made a joke, a worse joke than that, at my expense... Yeah. And then who I'm married to decides to go and up and physically assault that person on behalf of me. Yep. I would have a bigger issue with my partner Respective than I yeah, did yeah. at the person who made the joke. Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah. Physical violence should never come from a verbal place. No, like, and there was, are, and there was equal. There was no malice any, anything from. Chris I Rock. don't think. I really don't think None so whatsoever. It's one of situations where if you're going to look for it and go, well, maybe I, uh, I guess if you want to make it sound like that, you can. But no, honestly, he, he objectively, wasn't. I'm looking at this going. I don't have a dog in the race. Yeah. I like Chris Rock. I had liked Will Smith. Yes, yeah, I don't have a dog in the race. Yeah, yeah. and I'm just sitting there going, oh, that's no, really that to that. If you want to correct him, then correct him. Yeah, that's fine. But there's better ways of doing it. I literally spend my days at work telling kids that if someone says something to you, you either walk away, use words back, but you do not hit back because it just makes you the worst person. If I can, uh, the LA Times reported a YouGov poll just a few days ago, and there's been a shift, but 61% of people considered Will Smith wrong to hit Chris Rock. Uh, and it does skew on age. If you get older, 72% of those 65 and older found it wrong. So it does seem young people seem to be more okay with the slap. Okay. But overall, it's still 60, almost two-thirds of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also, a Blue Rolls poll suggested 52.3% felt Will Smith was more wrong than Chris Rock. So it's a pretty even split. Mm. Um, and it also seems that uh, education income levels do sort of shift that as well. I'm going to say this. It'll be a while before I watch a Will Smith film at a choice. That's what yeah. I say. I'm not blacklisting Will Smith from the podcast. No, but- if something comes up where it's an anniversary or something yeah, that's yeah, worth... Yeah, yeah. Then yes, but if you're like Ian, what what, what what's your pick this week? I, I I really don't see me picking a Will Smith film anytime. And so. I do see him in a different light. I do. Know? I just uh, I don't know. I do. You did hear horror stories about when the first Vivian was fired. 
yes. from Fresh Prince. And we yes. just kind of went, well, maybe there's some sort of beef. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's... Maybe, that underlying Because Will Smith's with, greatest... With I mean, he, he wins Best Actor now, and, and I haven't seen the movie Ethan has. Shame he's not here. Yeah. Um, but... The thing I thought that Will Smith always had in his back pocket, same thing I say about you when you're on stage, Will Smith's got a very natural, I felt like, ability about him. Oh, thank when you. he was on camera, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> when he was on camera, I felt the greatest ability he had was you were always, you just naturally wanted to pull for, for, like, for Will him. Smith. He yeah, had yeah. that thing where you were on side with him. Yeah. Uh, according to what I read today, he's lost the Netflix film today. Oh, okay. Where they've canceled it. Yeah. So I think people are going to distance themselves. And how many people have I, I read today that um, Chris Rock's next uh, live? You got to stay in the innovation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think, I think as time goes by, we will. I think Chris Rock will win. He's not trying to win. No. He, he don't want to be slapped. No, but I think as far as what happens, that'll be the sort of story that will well, take I think away. From that, that reflect in you know what the people think and everything that you know. I think so. No one, no one wants what Chris Rock just went through. No, and no one. And Chris Rock wasn't one. And Will Chris Smith Rock. wouldn't want that. And he wasn't. He wasn't doing it in order to try and antagonize the no. sort of. Resp- He's not Ricky Gervais. He wasn't. He wasn't <laughs> trying. Yeah, like, yeah Ricky yeah. Gervais does it and tries. You know what I mean? Did you hear about what they they want to know what Ricky Gervais would have said? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear what james corden did on his show that night no you know that song we don't talk about bruno <laughs> yeah they did we don't joke about jada <laughs> <laughs> i think See, james corden is overexposed but that got funny. me well that's done funny yeah well done and maybe that's just maybe that's just the that's british a, culture very british i think, Brit- I think, I think <laughs> in britain for the most part it's a little bit more we're okay if a joke's on us you think about it though all jokes are detrimental or something to someone or something isn't it that's what jokes are yeah you know so if you stop and censor these things i'm saying there should be a line i yeah. don't think that i don't yeah, think that was it no i don't think that there's was a lot it. of comedians going so what do we do now what then? do we do now yeah. do i have to be worried for yeah. someone to think if i if a heckler comes at me and i shut them down enough do i need to watch for them now because will smith's giving them the okay yeah, yeah. there was so uh, chris rock's next performance there was a guy who tried to get up and tried to get up and cause problems yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, they had to escort him out why arrested this is so that's where that is i'm sure people have some thoughts i'm willing to have the discussion as long as we just keep it respectful yeah be respectful that's all i'm trying to do so um we're not trying to antagonize anyone we're not trying to you know (laughs) i'm like chris rock i'm not trying to antagonize anybody i'm just trying to facilitate a conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if you agreed with us, disagreed with us, oh, yeah, at me. I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, but let's keep it respectful. That's all yeah, I ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, reflections and corrections from last week. I said, I got here. I thought The Wrestler was a good episode. And you, you, you've agreed. I did. <laughs> uh, Ian Davies got a hold of us, said uh, he had to tap out, much like Georgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Hi, Dwayne Smith. Said he may have to watch the episode now after our review. Uh, he says he's intrigued. Uh, but having listened to the episode, he wonders if Georgia considered skipping past the scene in question and just carrying on, or had it just ruined her enjoyment of it entirely? I turned on it. I, yeah. I knew Georgia I could, has I a very oppositional reading. Yeah, I do. If you want, like, go, go listen to Train Spotting. If you want to see what happens <laughs> when you force Georgia when to watch something where she's checked out on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, friend, another friend of the podcast, Juline, 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 Juline. What we, happened with that last week? We kind of had to send each other, Ethan, like, like Ethan. we kind of had to send each other messages afterwards, being like, "Are we good? Yeah, we're good." <laughs> <laughs> because we were on opposite sides of the Will Smith thing. Oh, okay, uh, but she yeah. has said, I- "I'm surprised how differently Ian and I saw the cinematography and the wrestler." I love it. I learned. Uh, I love the fact that we're so different. I think um, yeah, yeah. I learned so many new things about wrestling. Listen to the episode. This episode is so good. As always, I enjoyed every sec. Hey, oh. thanks so much for the. 
support you, Lean. Yeah, thank uh, you. Russell the Posty says, I hey. love that Hulk Hogan thought he'd been approached for the main role. I will 100% watch Black Swan in the near future. You should. It's great. It is. And it's a huge shame George didn't care about the movie till the end, but I fully understand why she turned it off. Or why she turned off. But that's what makes yeah. us diverse, Both. isn't it? You know, I also in our podcast. If people can night. see your hair right now. <laughs> the front half is like purple and like brushed down nicely and the back half is like sonic the hedgehog is going on a blue sonic the hedgehog blue sonic the hedgehog yeah yeah have you ever had a people mixed call this slushy? <laughs> Pardon me? have you ever had a mixed flavored slushy this is like when My you go to the hair. cinema and you get the two flavors of slushy <laughs> yeah. and you mix them up <laughs> except for like no one stirred it it's just half in one side half if in the other if anybody wants to know what it looked like type in the karen haircut the karen. it is the karen haircut but the flat bit at the front is bright fuchsia pink yeah. and like the back is like sonic electric blue, blue. Yeah. <laughs> people out there want to know now don't they and finally there were some feelings about our april fool's day joke of a watch along for just another romantic wrestling movie Oh, please don't talk about it anymore. It was. Uh, I will say this: if you if you if you made it through it and you agreed that it was terrible, uh, go look up uh, Brian Zane Z A N E. Oh, that, was, that made it better. Wrestling with regret, regret W R E G E T. Uh, he did a video review of it as well. It's about twenty minutes long, but it's great. Yeah, it did. So, it made me feel better. We watched that afterwards. We yeah. finished. Recording. I was like, I was like, George, I think you need to see this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do some shout outs here. Uh, Hermes, who liked our Ted Lasso choice, thanks a lot. Josh, my next favorite movie for every support and shout out we're looking very forward i think to i think it's unofficially on best film ever sorry best month ever too yeah. a best month boogaloo <laughs> looking forward to that uh the same goes for Ju- on a t-shirt there we go <laughs> the same goes for julene who's always great yeah. uh, malice after midnight for the love kevin from the podcast that wouldn't die for the love ocho duro parlay hour for the love the Ratchet Book Club, who always seem to be sending us little little sort of wrecks and putting us in their lists. Thanks a lot, guys. Ian from Bit Dead. Uh, Chance Whitmore. Take a chance on his podcast. He does great stuff. Ray from NBC. We're out, of, we're out of sync. That was an oh. Ethan level thing. Maybe not in timing, but in pitch. Oh, okay. um, adapted to screen. You said go down, though. NBC. NBC. Yeah. Adapted the Screen Podcast. They're, they're, we'll they're, they're giving us shout outs recently. Thank you so much. The Nerdy Photographer, who put us on the short list of best movie podcasts out there. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. So, Wizard for the Love, recasted podcast. We talked with them a minute ago for the love. They did one on Caddyshack. I couldn't pick a winner because I've never seen Caddyshack. Uh, that's a weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> a weird. I think that's one of the first Harold Ramis. Bill Murray, Chevy Chase kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah I think. Um, Pete from App Middle Class Film Class for the love. He's, I think he's going to be on our next quiz night. So looking forward to that. The Film Effect Podcast, who hyped up our episode of The Wrestler. Now, if you know Ed, Ed loves The Wrestler as a film. And it's one Ed that looks very like a wrestler. It's one that they've covered. So thank, it's high praise for them to sort of be giving us so much love. Hey, Thanks a lot, guys. High. And go listen to, uh, go yeah. listen to their review of The Wrestler. Yeah, it did score high. When Georgia sits out, <laughs> things get higher grades. <laughs> I just won't come back. Train Spongate. Train <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've heard you all in the sense of Julian Cheesy, Hermes, Dwayne Smith about Moon Knight. Yes, there is a BFE Easter egg in the day in the first episode of Moon Knight. Hey. Ethan and I have recorded this clip for takeoff. It will drop on Friday. Gifts of the week was about juice. 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 Uh, shout outs to Josh who gave us Beetlejuice. Ian Davies who gave us Lieutenant Worf drinking prune juice. Chris <laughs> Peterson for SpongeBob and Patrick drinking juice. Hermes for you can't handle the juice. <laughs> is that a truth from uh a few good men but then hermes did the same one so you guys had to cancel each other out uh julian who gave us michelle from full house nate the great some sort of a spit take but the winner 
is Cheesy, not with a fish on his head. Cheesy with a fish on a bike. <laughs> cheesy not with a fish on a bike. That's right. Uh, who gave me a Buster Bluth overdosing on juice gift from Arrested Development. Funny. Remember Arrested Development? We did a clear for takeoff yeah, on that a while back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was the winner. You got me right. I said 90s and 2000s sitcoms. People are listening. There was a lot more sort of other entertainment things. So nice. thank you very much. And as always, uh, why not give us a review on Apple or Spotify? I hear five. Is the magic number. That's right. So, go ahead. You a week off, can't you? Let's talk. You did last week. Let's talk about... I almost said The Wrestler. Let's talk about Casablanca, directed by Michael Curtis, uh, who also did White Christmas. Uh, yep. Not his actual um, birth name. I think he's German by, oh, okay. by descent. Yeah. Um, sorry, German by birth, I think, actually, because a bunch of films were, named, uh, were directed under a different name, a very German name. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, screenplay by Julius and Philip Epstein. Uh, cinematography by Arthur Edison, who also did The Maltese Falcon and Frankenstein. Music by Max Steiner, who did King Kong, Gone with the Wind, and The Treasure of the Sierra Madre. Anybody seen this before? Nope. No. 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 Neither. Nope. I think Ethan said he had, but <laughs> then Ethan like told me he was struggling coffee. to get through it today. So, yeah. It's one of these films that, you know. You hear a lot about. You do. Yeah. And there's like a lot of quotes. It's from like The Godfather movie. in the sense that when you watch it, you go, oh, this is where this is yeah, from. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I said that twice. Too. Did you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I knew some of it. I probably could have guessed half of these were from Casablanca, but I would have thought half were from just other movies. Yeah. Probably Gone with the Wind. I, I often put, uh, like, yes. cross those over a lot. Yeah. yeah which yeah. makes no sense because one's set in, like, America Civil War times. Frankly, I couldn't give a damn. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. Good old Rep Butler. So, um, it's a, it, all I, basically, I got a hold of Reverend Bruce and said, I've never seen it. I don't want to do research. Oh, nice. because I said, I want to experience it for the first time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I want That's that legitimate. You, you have that. Yeah. And so we've, 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 we've Reverend Bruce coming on as the expert. What's great is that I could go, you do what you want to do. If it's something you, an interesting fact that you know, please, I said, bring it up like you think, like we don't know about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm not going to talk about it. Cause I'm going to do no research. Cool. Cause I don't want to stumble upon something that would ruin my, experience yeah, watching yeah, it for the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. so um we're gonna note i have is it was made it was released in 1943 that's ah, it yeah, yeah. which if you consider this is the middle of world war ii it is and i honestly thought this was like two years after the war. yeah no I thought it was like 47 i didn't realize 43 was, wow and it's like set in 40 december of 41 yeah so by 43 oh, so the tide is turning but still like so it's, do you think they said it in there because of the whole pearl harbor thing no, I don't think America's in it yet, is it? Well, when does Pearl Harbor December happen? The 7th, Dece- December the 7th, 19- 1941. Yeah. Oh, 1941, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then yes. There's a whole bunch of conversation about why. isolationism. Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of feel a bit embarrassed. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, I'm a facts kind of guy. He's yeah. got a history degree. <laughs> which, I mainly, which I mainly focused on American and Canadian sort of relations and things like that. And well, a huge part yeah. of it was American isolationism in World War II and World War I. Do you know why I remember that date, though? What? Because of the film Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. You watched that, didn't you? And, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's because, um, uh, is it John Voight? Does he play the John Voight's an actor. I've never seen it. He goes on December the seventh, nineteen forty-one. That that thing was just like like, the the critics hated that, so I stayed away. I've I've seen Pearl Harbor. I quite I quite liked it. You're you're for two. 
<laughs> Two is the magic number. I saw a Cubican Jr. with a like, machine gun yeah, in his hands. He's doing like a Sylvester Stallone yeah, job, he is. isn't he? <laughs> I just remember crying at the nurses with the lipsticks. Oh, that was hard. Because who do you, you know, you yeah. want to help everybody. Yeah. And you can't. You've got to move on to the next, you know. And speaking of moving on to the next, I'm going to go back to this so we can be on time for Reverend Bruce. Oh, okay, yeah, go on. I was searching for a segue and you set me up perfectly. So Ooh. there we go. Um, so, but the, the point being, though, that we're in the middle of World War II and we're actually shooting something where like, World War II is an actual like major yeah. plot point. And you don't know that's going to end yet. You don't know the war. Oh, this... but they're writing it kind of like prophetically going, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Really interesting. It is. Yeah. So uh, the deep dive, we start with a picture of a map of uh, I Missed the Rains down in Africa. Africa. Uh, and we get title cards and we get La Marseillaise in the, in the background, which is da-da-da-da-da-da. National Anthem of France. So we find out, but it's the Second World War, and basically people are wanting to get to America because America is isolationist, meaning America is not in the war. So America becomes a safe place where, A, they're not in the war, and B, Germany's not going to get there very soon because there's a big old ocean, and that's something called isolationism, which is basically... We are not going to, America went, we're not going to get involved in anybody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're the guy who goes, well, they've never done anything to me. Yeah. So I'm not going to get involved. I because don't care they, that they're killing a load of people. They've not killed yeah. my They've not done anything yet, to me. So, mm, so, so there we go. There's a mistake. Why did the Japanese decide to bomb Pearl Harbor? Because if they hadn't have done, there's a whole bunch of mistakes. That, like America World War II would have, would have never have like, joined the like, World War II like, is if, an if, absolute if, shit show. If Hitler, if Hitler just doesn't go into Russia, <laughs> yeah, like he's, he's fine. It's like what's that game? It's like Hitler promised not to invade Czechoslovakia. There was this giant book. I remember it was my hist- uh, when I was at teachers' yeah. college. It was this guy called Fred, and he taught us how to uh, teach history. He was our subject specialist sort of yeah, teacher. Yeah. And there was this giant book. It must have been like four or five hundred pages on his desk. And it was how Germany could have won World War Two. I'm like, that's a lot of pages for don't invade Russia. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. That's all yeah. you do, don't and you win. Russia in winter. Yeah, like, oh, especially in winter. Wow, but but don't yeah. invade Russia. Full stop. Yeah. Like it's going really well. Maybe take care of the one fight before you go pick a second one. Do you know what I love though? Right, we we as um, our nation, Great Britain, we couldn't um, store fuel for the front lines right we couldn't do it we couldn't manage to get it to to, to be airtight and stuff like that the germans so we did stole it the design. we stole the germans the yeah. jerry can because every oh, is that time, why it's called a jerry can yeah, yeah okay. because we stole it because we stole it from them so every time we sort of took over a tank we'd take the cans with the us cans? that makes sense why not yeah german engineering great brilliant. story about the russians in world war Two, and then i'll get back to the thing was uh you know churchill had to come on out and do the v for victory yeah and so he came on out and he saw V for victory. And the Russians thought he was saying two for second front because they were fighting him on the east. And they're yeah. like, they were, they were, they were begging, they were begging like the Western allies to like yeah. send people from the West and sort of attack him in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just going, no, V for victory. Man. <laughs> and they thought two, two, two in second front. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh. And so we find out there's a murderer, um, two German couriers were killed on a train who was headed to Casablanca and these have what's called letters of transit and basically letter of transit means you can't you can't deny this 
for no. any reason. They are no the absolute. Yeah, they're the absolute no. highest level of uh, signed clearance. by certain person, isn't it? Yeah, it was signed by some German general or yeah, something. Yeah, oh no, yeah. it was signed by uh, uh, um, President de Gaulle. Yes, General de Gaulle. General de Gaulle. This one was president. General de Gaulle. And so as a result, you could you could pass through everywhere. Yeah. And everybody wants to go to the states, but that meant going to Lisbon. But you couldn't get to Lisbon, so people went to um, Casablanca. And then you have to try and get out of Casablanca into Lisbon. And basically, we find that Casablanca is like a holding pit yeah. for people. So it's kind of like it's kind of like the cantina scene in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like all these like all these like bad guys are like one place, but it's like, can we get out? Not really. Not right now. No. And so uh, there's a bunch of shots all sped up way too fast as they're, they're trying to, I, and I'm trying to go, I've never seen this. I don't know who to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to follow everything and, and going, I can't names. do this. All these names. Everyone's being asked for their papers and we see it serious because the guy who didn't have up to date papers uh, is shot in the back and dies without blood. Yeah. yeah. Probably because this was during the time of the Hayes Code. Uh, oh, okay. So the Hayes Code. So this was a U. It was rated U because everything, yeah, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. just, yeah, you had to make it so at this time, everything had to clear. There was no, uh, rating system oh okay so everything had to pass a certain level oh that makes sense there we go i didn't know that there you go. um that's why when the Hayes code is like taken away you get so many films with naked people and guns Oh, okay. Well, the Hayes Code also wasn't like mandatory. That's why, like, some like it hot, which we talked about earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. was such a big hit because they're like, hey, sex is funny. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I like naked bodies and guns. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that about you. Uh, <laughs> Not uh, in real life. The Guns, Br- a couple of saying. people from Britain get robbed by a little man who tell them to watch their backs. It was kind of the pickpocket was a cute little bit, I guess, to kick home back to. I thought mm. that was. It got some exposition, but also gave us a little bit of a community. I didn't moment. expect so many funny laughs in this movie. There were, especially. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the airstrip, we see a Nazi plane land because I don't even know who's on what side. I'm like, whoa, there's Nazis. Yeah, you I just, was assuming the Nazis wouldn't be on screen. I thought this would be like the Brits and the Americans and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it's just a, it's just a cesspit for everyone, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and we're told that occupied France welcomes the dignitaries, but we're not in occupied France. We mm. are in Casablanca, which is part of French Morocco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody says, let's go to Rick's, and it's Rick's Cafe American. And I was like, wait, hang on. How are they? And I was really confused by this until, of course, you just mentioned America's not in the war yet. Yeah. There we go. Uh, we go to Rick's Cafe American, and it's the underbelly of Casablanca. And we see a whole bunch of people just trying to, you know, scam their way out of there. So there's this. Everyone's on the scam in there's there. There's this rich woman trying to unload some diamonds. Yeah. And we're told diamonds are everywhere in everywhere, Casablanca. Yeah. Uh, we need something else. Another guy's trying to, he's told to bring 13,000 francs in cash for what I guess is an exit visa. In cash. Cash. And Rick, we're told, doesn't drink with the customers. A lot of people want to invite Rick over. Drink, and I, no, Rick never drinks with the customers. And then we meet Rick. Rick is played by Humphrey Bogart. He's got a demeanor about him, isn't he? He challenges people. He does, doesn't he? People try and sell him a bill of goods, and he pushes back pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, he refuses to drink with a guy called Ugarte. Ugarte is a little guy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he says, you're a parasite. And the only thing worse than being a parasite is you're a half-rate parasite. <laughs> And uh, he's going to sell letters, and these are the letters. He, he was the guy who either did the murdering or uh, orchestrated the murder of German couriers. He has the two letters yeah, from yeah, General yeah. de Gaulle. And so he asks Rick to hang on to the letter for an hour, but Rick insists, I'm not doing it overnight. He's like, that's fine. And then Rick, in plain sight, just basically goes and stashes him in the piano. In the music. Which, in if music you don't shoots. know, 
Yeah. He's just he's just hanging out by Sam, his 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 piano player. Right in the middle of the room. Yep. Um so Ugarte says, Hey, I hope you're impressed now. And he kinda goes, Yeah, I heard the two German couriers have this. I am impressed, but impressed that I probably didn't think he was capable of this, but not a good person. He's a bit weasley, isn't he? Yeah, and Rick also comes off as really kind of being a guy without without morals. Oh no, he's, he's willing to do anything for the highest bidder, basically. Yeah, he's 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 um, one of these guys that you know is in it for the money, and he's not on either side. He doesn't has yes or no um, yeah. in sides. He just goes right. That's that's more to me. Yeah. Okay, I'll go over there. Okay, I've agree- I've disagreed with you before, but I will agree with you now because I can get something from this. Yep. Uh, and then we have a, a sale. A Senor Ferrari wants to buy the club, but it's refused. And he goes, well, maybe Sam wants a better deal. And he goes, no, nah, Sam's out. He's like, I can pay you more. He goes, Sam's like, I like I like working with uh, he followed like working him with France, Rick. didn't he? He followed him too. Yeah, all the way through. Uh, some girl, uh, I think it's, is it Yvonne? I like her. She wanted another date, but Rick's a bit cold going to never make plans that far in advance. And then oh. he like throws her out. Oh, that um, that that thing she's wearing, that sparkly top. Yeah, that's amazing. It was a lovely top, wasn't yeah. it? That would have been like really heavy, though. Yeah, that wouldn't have been obviously wouldn't have been plastic. It would have been like it looked great on screen, like glass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really heavy. Uh, Rick goes outside, and we find his backstory. Well, to a degree, um, and he makes this joke that you know he's got a guy with a nebulous past, and he says, "I came to Casablanca for the water," and I'm like, "We're in a desert." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> got that wrong yeah miss miss you might say he might have gone kind of <laughs> yeah we i'll misinformed yeah. he didn't he didn't really we didn't push the button before so we'll do it for rick <laughs> um then we uh we find out there's gonna be an arrest in the cafe tonight and we're gonna wait uh though uh, we find out that there's someone called victor laszlo is gonna be here and it's important that he stays in casablanca well, this guy's like a legend. Like, he's broken out of a concentration camp. Mm. You can't pin this guy down. Uh, Rick wagers with the French um, captain. Uh, this is Captain Renault, who Renault. I really liked. I like Captain Renault. Renault. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Rick wagers 10,000 francs that Victor will escape. And this became a running. They came back to us many times over the course of the film. Uh, we find out that Victor will not be alone. He'll be coming with a plus one. And he insists there is no exit visa for sale. But then Captain Reynolds tells us, Rick, you're a sentimentalist, which kind of foreshadows, I think, that we're going to have a baby face term at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he says, he tells us then as well that he's always kind of been on the underdog side of the wards that he's been fighting in. So well, it's funny because we talked last week about, about the wrestler. Yeah. And about how people see themselves versus how they try to project themselves. Yeah. And Rick wants to project himself now since we find out why. But as a guy without allegiances or loyalties anymore. Yeah. But as you were saying. He actually quite likes to like fight for the right cause, even if it is like the underdog cause, because he could have been paid a lot less. He used to be more. underdog. He just can't look the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think that's all a front with him. A second front? No, no. <laughs> the V front, yeah. No, it's all a front with him to make him look a certain way so he gets what he wants to the general public. I think he believes he is this guy. I think he believes he is this guy without sympathy anymore. Really? I think Explain he thinks what happened changed him. Oh, okay. I thought he was trying to put on a persona of being this... Oh, I think there's that on top of it as well. You know, but in deep down, he does have that 
sensitive soul. And of, I think we do see that throughout the film. You might yeah, be right, yeah, but I yeah. think I, I think he believes he's the guy without morals. But we see time and time again. Sorry, dude, you've got a good heart. Oh, I know. But I just thought, well, I just because how can people take you seriously if you've got a heart? Because people will tug on that heartstrings, and so that's why he's doing it under the radar. So he's still this good guy, but by to the outside people, he's undecided on anything. So he don't show that side. I'll tell you, somebody doesn't help, and that's and that's Monsieur Ugarte <laughs> U- U- is uh, he's stopped by the police as he's playing roulette, and he says, "Can I just cash out?" And they're like, "Yeah, all right." So he goes over, gets his winnings, walks up to the door, and then just like tries to sprint for it. Why do they allow him to do that? If they're going to arrest him anyway, I think it's because it was supposed to be a joke when he runs away. Uh, so I think it's a movie thing rather than like oh, a character okay. thing. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, at, at this point as well, um, general, whatever his name was, Statter or whatever his name, major Statter is, is Something, here. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so we see that. And so Ugarte, but comes to Rick begging to be hidden. He's like, hide me, hide me. He's like surrounded by everybody. He's not gonna, yeah. What was he going to do? Oh, exactly. okay. Yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> Hide under my coat. Where is he? I don't know. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm sure he, he went that he way. He went that way. <laughs> hey, have you always had four feet? Yes, I have. <laughs> hey, it's a sore point. <laughs> um, and so Rick again says, I stick my neck out for nobody. Again, see? Yeah. He does stick his neck out for people, but he's making sure that everybody around him thinks that he doesn't. does not. There's a drastic, I mean, there's a, there was a bad cut here. And Rick is introduced to Major Strasser of the Third Reich, who is the VIP we mentioned earlier. Strasser wants to ask Rick some questions. He says, where are you from? And I think he he does, I forget what he says. He says he's a, he's not a tourist. He says something that indicates I don't have uh, yeah, a, a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, I was born in New York, if that helps. Uh, but he doesn't dip his hands. He's like, what do you think about the Germans, the Brits, the Americans? He's like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. What and about the other guy backs him up, doesn't he? And he says, "Yeah, you know, he's he is genuinely saying this." Yeah, man, without really much, much, yeah, yeah. much allegiance to anywhere. But he goes, "How do you feel about about Britain? Are you be supportive to them?" He said, you, "I'll worry about that when when you get there." <laughs> yeah. And he said, "What about New York?" They said, "There's some parts of New York you really don't want to occupy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of be like, like, no, you don't want to go. You there. don't want to go there. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Laszlo's crime, we find out, is he prints lies about the Nazis according to, to um, Major Strasser. A Major Strasser. That's how I can remember that. Major Strasser. Strasser, Strasser. Um, they bring up that, uh, that Laszlo is slippery, and Rick excuses himself. And then we enter Victor Laszlo, played by Paul Henry. Now, unlike Humphrey Bogart, who we've seen before, it turns out, a very young Humphrey Bogart. In Angels. In Angels and Dirty Faces. Mm-hmm. If you want to go way, if you're like, well, I like this classic sort of cinema stuff, we we go look at Angels and Dirty Faces. Yeah, we do this stuff. Yeah, look at Citizen Kane. Look at, yeah, we yeah, some old stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I'd never heard of this guy before, uh, Paul Henry. No, but I like him. I thought he was very good in this. Yeah, me too. Apart from that scar on his head. Yeah. And then, and <laughs> that, that I don't was, know if it was a character thing or if it's just his face. No, it was a character thing. Okay. And yeah. then Ilsa Lund, played by Ingrid Bergman, who I don't <sighs> think... Did she do 34th Street? No, it's Catherine O'Hara. Kathleen O'Hara. Kathleen O'Hara. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah I, don't, I don't think I've seen her in anything else. But I'll tell you what. If Ingrid Bergman was going to be on screen... The focus was going to be soft. Oh, very soft. It was yeah, like everybody was else so was noticeable. nice and sharp, yeah, and yeah. she's like all fuzzy. Fuzzy, yeah. yeah. Look how cute I am. Because of glamour, yeah, it takes away all the faults, doesn't it? Do you know what, right? She was. She was a very attractive lady. She was born in Sweden. Was she? Yeah. Aww. Ingrid Bergman. Yeah. 
Yeah. You oh. don't say. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. To Maybe in North really... America because the hockey players. Yeah, I'm really used to be Swedish names. See, I don't take notice of names. I do not. Only because you know, anybody can be born anywhere these days, can't they? With certain names. I think you really don't have any much any choice. Oh, with, with the names. Okay, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, anybody can be born. Probably, yeah. Well, you know, you can. She did Gaslight, Spellbound, some other films. A woman called Golda. I, I like her in this. Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, oh wow. which version? Uh, 1974. Oh, the oh, that's Ustinov. the is that the novel or is that the Sean Connery? Oh, um, I, I, thought, I thought it was the Ustinov one. Was Connery in 80, 80 something? I don't know. We'll find out. I don't uh, know. Albert Finney. Albert Finney. Finney, that's going to be the the, the, the Connery. Connery one. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. I think she plays Dragomirov or something like that. Then, yeah, because oh. she'd be that's thirty years beyond this, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought she was really good. I hadn't seen her anything else, but I thought no. she was without. And also, it wasn't like, oh no, no, I'm so help like no. She's she she's she was cool. I liked her. She's she bringing was. the acting chops. She's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, they weren't real tears, but you know, no. Ilsa feels they shouldn't stay there. And then some guy tries to sell them a ring. He turns them down until they he opens the ring up and it's got a cross in it. And that's enough for them to go, oh, all right. And this, the guy's name is Burger. Yeah, but isn't that sort of something to do with... Oh, of course. It's a, it's, it's a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little, like, if you if you meet someone in Casablanca with a cross, follow him. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't see that again, though, did we? He goes to the bar and talks to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. We don't see the cross, though. I mean, you don't you don't see the whole... No, I don't think so. That's no. just that once, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, Captain Renault introduces himself to the couple and buys them a bottle of champagne. Uh, there was a funny joke there. <laughs> he was like, they put it on my bill. It's a, it's a game we like, I like oh, yeah. to play. Yeah. They, they put, put it on the my bill. bill. Of a night, I they rip it up. the bill. I the bill, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ilsa recognizes Sam. And we're like, oh. But we, as soon as you see them, lock eyes. Sam kind of goes, oh, it's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's told about Rick. But she goes, who's this Rick fella? She knows. But she knows. She knows. Major Strasser introduces himself to Laszlo, but Laszlo refuses to acknowledge himself as German because he's from Czechoslovakia. And he goes, well, Czechoslovakia is now part of the Germans. Well, I don't recognize that. Well, you have to recognize that because we're in France. I said, well, I'm not in occupied France. I'm, in, I'm on French neutral soil yeah, here. Yeah, neutral you don't have any power here right now. Uh, and then Laszlo meets Berger up at the bar. They talk about Laszlo's ability to escape. This is basically him going, wow, Laszlo, you're really good at escaping things. Oh, you're so important. And it's important that we get how big of a deal Laszlo is. We have to. Because we have to. have to set it up for her and him, doesn't it? Uh, Lund asks for, uh, Ilza asks for Sam to join her at her side of the uh, of, of the cafe and asks for a song from their shared past. And she wants information on Rick, but Sam refuses to give any information. She says he's gone home. She goes, you used to be a much better liar, Sam. Yeah. And he goes, leave him alone, miss. You're bad luck for him. Yeah. The script in this is really well written. Do you know, he look, He seriously looks out for him. Yeah. Sam. Sam's, Sam's, Sam's a good dude. And do you know what I love? I love the fact that um, Rick, is it? Yeah. Yep. I love the fact that uh, Bo- Bogey, Bogey, Rick, um, actually sees him as a 11... A level playing field. He 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 doesn't override him as such. He kind of he that buddies in arms. So for when this film was made, the the fact that Sam is a black man and is treated very very kindly by Rick is is nice to see. I know he I know he calls him boss, 
and he keeps saying boss and all this. That, you know, he's the guy who owns the, the but, cafe. But, and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, he he gives him a lot of slack, don't he? And how many people push pushes back on him and then get repercussions where he doesn't? Sam Sam can have these. No, I'm not going to move. I am going to speak. I am going to tell you this, yeah. and he respects that. Um, she wants him to play as time goes by, which you know you must remember this. this. If if you if you're like, oh, I think I know that song, you're gonna hear it 95 times you in this. Ah, and this must be where it first started. Right? It must be because it was in the score. Yeah, it was everywhere. But um, I seen, I seen, it's in it's in um. Oh, it's every, been it's been used in a bunch of things. since. So many things yeah. since. Um, Rick comes over and is like mad at Sam for playing the song. I told you never to play this. And he goes, oh. <laughs> And then as soon as that happens, Rick meets Victor and he's like, have a drink. And we're not told, no, Rick doesn't have drinks with anybody. And Rick's like, all right. Yeah. And he sits down. And, he like, makes himself, yeah, yeah. and there's very much this, this energy, you know, the, the two men kind of stick on their chests yeah, out yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Stags. And we get told a little bit. The last time they were together was the day the Germans marched into Paris. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. Great line. Yeah. She said, I haven't worn that dress since. I've retired it. I'll wear it again when they leave. Oh. I was like, oh, it's good writing. It is. It is. Almost instantly, there's a curfew affected, and they must split. And Rick drinks alone, and it's all in shadow, except for one little bit of light uh, that sort of falls from a street light, I guess, through a window. And then, of course, the lights from passing cars. It looked really good. I liked I liked the lighting in this. Um, Sam tries to shake him out of it, but Rick's like, she's coming back. <laughs> And he's like, go home, Sam. And Sam won't leave Rick. Sam's, Sam, Sam's a good dude. He is a yeah. very good dude. Uh, he says, December 1941 in Casablanca. What time is it in New York? And he says, I bet you they're sleeping. I bet you everybody's sleeping. Which I think is a commentary and a criticism of America not being in the war. Yeah. They're sleeping. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shots about isolationism and how out of date this concept is. Because I, there, there were mainly Canadians, actually. Um, when the war started, well, we were yeah we you we were already we, over here we, we weren't we weren't doing isolation. It was a great no. story. I think I've shared it before. That uh, William Lyon Mackenzie King, um, Canadian Prime Minister throughout the thirties and into the forties, when he meets um, Hitler for the first time, it was this big moment because it was the first time Britain had kind of let us do our own kind of like international like uh, relations liaison. Yeah, and so he went up to Hitler <laughs> and he told Hitler he thought it was a big deal, but he, he didn't slap him across the face. No, him. no, no. <laughs> he, but he went up to him and said, "If if if Britain's in the war, then Canada would swim the ocean if it took that in order to join." Apparently, Hitler was just really confused by wow. this because he kind of always assumed that Canada would be involved. It wasn't like, "Oh, where do the Canadians sit on this?" The assumption was, if Britain shows up, they're bringing Canada along for the ride. We're well, like yeah, because- we were like Garth to like everybody else's Wayne yeah, to Britain's yeah, Wayne. Yeah. 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 So, there we are. Um, <laughs> Get on him, though, to tell him. Rick then drunkenly demands as time goes by and sits there in self-loathing. And I love this film best when Rick is, like, like feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> I think the film's great. He does He does that a lot, though. Humphrey Bogart does drunken feeling sorry for himself really well. Yeah, you don't ever see the guy get excited, do you? <laughs> no, not really. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we have a soft focus dissolve into a flashback. We have the Arc de Triomphe and a drive in the countryside. All and- real footage. Uh, we're not there yet. I'm no. at the Arctic. Tri- I'm, I'm at them. I'm describing them driving in the car with the very obvious, like not like 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 oh, screen behind oh, them yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah, but that's <laughs> still that's still not like I think that's archive footage though. Still, 
we're not where you are yet. I promise you I'll let you know. Oh, okay. Because I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and so they're sort of like sweet talking to each other. He says, hey, no questions, no questions. Here's looking at you, kid. Oh. And I was like, I think it's like four times that happens during the film. Oh, it's four more or five, than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably seven. They dance <laughs> under a mirror ball, which I thought was a disco invention. Yeah. Nope. It was around right. here. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. now you'd almost call it a disco ball. You would. Yeah. Uh, and he says, she goes, Frank, for your thoughts, which, of course, is a joke about yeah. how you say it's Penny for your thoughts. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, and he asks her, he goes, what's going on? Is there another man? She goes, there is another man, but he's dead. And I kind of went, okay, and totally forgot about it. So I just read that again in my notes here. Uh, and this is where the tanks roll in and the paint planes fly in. Oh, and this okay. is all the archival footage. So they're having this lovely time in Paris where they're sort of stealing themselves away for the season. And then the Germans invade. Yeah. And so this archival footage, which of course looks crap compared to professionally it, cinematography, kind of like yeah. sort of stuff. It kind of jars, doesn't it? It does, but it also speaks to the authenticity oh, of the Germans coming in. Yeah. So, and if you can get access to it, why bother filming it? Exactly. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, and we find out Rick's on a blacklist and needs to get out of Paris. And uh, they go to some sort of cafe where they've got four bottles of champagne. They have to get through. They say. And uh, we get the whole, here's looking at you, kid, again. And Sam's just hanging out because Sam's like his, Sam's kind of like, he's like his own Spotify playlist. Come on, Sam. Play that song. Play it again, Sam. Play it again, Sam. And so it's time time goes by. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the perfect moment for the Gestapo to show up and then warn that the Germans are coming to occupy the city. Uh, Both um, Rick and... Ilsa? Ilsa, yeah. Um, bemoan their bad luck and talk about 10 years ago. He's like, where were you 10 years ago? She was like, I was getting braces on my teeth. This, this He's is, like, I was in a job. Don't you think that's weird when he says, he's looking at you, kid? Because did, did it mean something different back then? Because I think he's just calling her kid. Yeah, I know, but it's referring to the fact that she's a lot younger than him. Uh, and she says about braces. Well, there is there is an age gap, but it was also... In Hollywood, I don't even know about the rest of the world, but it was also really so more socially acceptable than it is now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It just seems a bit odd to say something like, here's looking at you, kid. It's not something you'd say to a, a younger lady, I don't think. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, it, it, just, it just felt weird. One of, the, one of those iconic lines, for sure, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four yeah, times sure. it was said. Four times? Okay. okay. Um, so, uh, cannons fire, and Lisa goes, oh, is it... The cannons are the sound of my heart pounding. Only line I really had an issue with in the whole film. Bit cheesy. Uh, is it cannons or is it my heart pounding? Well, she's a better actress than that. <laughs> that in that line, it wasn't great. I want to see George's version of Casablanca. Sam, <laughs> Sam warns us there's a price on Rick's head one more time. They agree they're going to leave Paris together, but like you can, t- like he can't read her at all. She's like, She's like, oh, yes, no, we should. The hotel. Yeah, I have I'll to go do something there. first. Let's not go together. He's like, we can get married in Marseille. She's like, yeah, or we can get married on 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 the train. She's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what? Right, I can okay, understand. Maybe. I can understand them smuggling themselves out of France, right, to go to Casablanca. Yep. But how the hell did he take that piano? Uh, I think. <laughs> I think it's a different piano. <laughs> I just have visions of Sam with a piano on his back. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I, I think he hit a button and it like collapses up. <laughs> um, so she makes a speech that feels it's about them. Kiss me, kiss me as if it were the last time. Oh, I guess it'd be your last time they kiss. <laughs> it must be. Um, no. At the station, Rick can't find Ilsa, but he finds Sam, who has a note for him. That's a breakup. Oh, do you know what? I like this scene because the rain felt like proper sodden, soaking wet, didn't it? 
it was, when you like, see the, the coats they were wearing helped that. And I'm and I'm a bit of a slow reader, so I'm trying to read this letter, and the rain is. They didn't give you much time. They didn't give you much time, and the ink starts to run, which is a nice touch. It's so good. And he throws the note away as he gets on the train and leaves, and we go back to the modern day, and Elsa knew exactly when the flashback was going to end because she's now there to make her entrance into the cafe. She's like, "Is it over? Is it over? Okay, I'm on." He throws her words back at her and said meet me the train huh and she says that wouldn't uh, she wouldn't have come to casablanca if she'd known he was going to be there she wants to tell him a story he says how does it finish because the finish isn't decided yet and i thought oh we're gonna flashback nope she's just gonna talk (laughs) (laughs) and she's like oh if i'd known and she says that basically she was previously is this the bit where she says she was married to laszlo because this is the bit where he he says says, yeah he says who did you leave me for was it laszlo or was it somebody else yeah and she storms out without much of a storm (laughs) she just walks she just kind of walks out yeah and rick cries yeah the next day we go to captain reno's office and laszlo and ilsa are there looking for letters of passage and discuss rick's place in the whole situation laszlo and ilsa come in and discuss the, the, the likelihood he gets an exit visa and they say hey you can get an exit visa if uh, this is a major stressor yeah ma- 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 major stressor, Stress, stressor. Yeah. Yeah. who goes if you roll over on every one of your contacts <laughs> so you can they'll all die okay yeah, great yeah, yeah. Laszlo challenges regarding the concentration camps. Uh, I didn't tell you then. I'm not going to tell you now. <laughs> we find out Ugarte is now dead, and they say we haven't quite decided if he committed suicide or died trying to escape. Mm. Now, my one issue with this is, so if you're a Strasser, shoot Laszlo in the head right now. Yeah. Because you've clearly proven it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. No. So it's like they went, oh, who's that? Oh, he's nobody, really. Bang, he's dead. Who's that guy? He's the leader of like a <laughs> giant movement. Yeah. Oh, we got to follow the book on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the Blue Parrot, which is, I guess, the club that uh, Ferrari owns. It's the... It's the and there re- was a parrot. Yeah, it's the rival club, isn't it? Yeah. Laszlo heads to the Blue Parrot in search of Senor Ferrari, which I thought I caught George's face blindness because then Rick's in there. And I'm like, wait, is Laszlo headed there or was Rick headed there? I forget. <laughs> and Rick has a drink with Ferrari to, to sort of uh, let let him know oh, so, because he wants to sort of unload the letters. Ferrari's the Colonel Sanders, is he? Ferrari's the guy who's trying to buy the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colonel Sanders. Um, it, he's laszlo's like yeah it's not happening laszlo meets rick on the way out and he goes by the way ferrari's that guy (laughs) he knows exactly why he's there which shows rick smart rick speaks to ilsa and apologizes for his drunkenness and says i'm I'm open to hearing your story and she's like no i won't tell you the story maybe the paris rick or richard as she would call him back then but but not now um and we find out that victor was the husband now and then and um that she didn't turn up because she didn't she thought that he was Is that now was was that it went the story that she's telling him yeah she says that he's the husband i don't know if we find out oh. when he found out he was alive yet, no. no oh okay she That's ref- not until later when she ref- uh, ferrari thinks he can get exit visa for lisa so ilsa it says ah, it's really hard cause it looks like it should be lisa on my, it's, on my it's, notepad it's Ilse. yeah it's ilsa ilsa yeah like elsa um, but yes i get that but if you look at how it's written it looks <laughs> like, a, like if you're just reading yeah, really quickly you want to say lisa yeah Right there. Yeah, see? I see. Yeah, I couldn't see it on the page. Um, she refuses to go on alone. She turns around and says, would you go on alone? He's lying and tells us that uh, that uh, he would. Oh, uh, 
and he's lying and says, oh, yeah, well, yeah, sure you did. Like that time when you didn't leave me alone at the train station here or you didn't do this here. He's like, well, things kept me behind then. Yeah. And you know, Victor's a nice guy. He's not the guy we're aligned to, so we're not no. rooting for him. But Victor's not a bad man. No, I like mm-hmm. Victor. Ferrari tells us, uh, tells Laszlo that Rick has the letters of transit and sort of pushes them back there. Uh, back to the cat the whole time um, even uh, rick's there he's like i'm only over here because i know the french police are going through my stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'm just giving him the opportunity to look and not find it (laughs) or find it i'm not even sure if he cares he does care back to the cafe the guy at the pickpocket with a small mustache robs someone and bumps into a waiter on the way out and the waiter notices and checks and he finds out his is okay he's like all right (laughs) that many times i think that's funny um renault was told by his men to be especially destructive or said i told my men to be especially destructive because and renault asks rick if he's got the letters there's a fight between two guys at the bar i've got one's played by will smith and one's played by chris rock (laughs) sorry because he slaps him across the face slap him yeah uh, the general thinks that Laszlo is too dangerous to let leave, but too dangerous to let stay. So why don't they kill him? Great question. Rick is then approached by Anina, and I thought I'd miss something. She's underage, he says. I don't know what the age is for this bar. No. But uh, she's been married for eight weeks, and so not too young for that. She wants to know if Captain Renault will stay true to his word and give them an exit visa. And I think the insinuation is she has slept with or is going to sleep with Captain Renault to get yeah. the exit wants. visa. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, would it be bad to rescue us and never tell him what's going on because he couldn't handle it? So Ooh. which one's the bigger problem? Ooh. Because he does yeah. say when, when Ilsa and uh, Victor leave, he goes, oh, that's uh, someone else here about an exit visa. He goes, let her in. And he kind of smiles. Yeah. So the movie doesn't tell us because that would break the Hays Code. Yeah. But the insinuation here clearly is mm-hmm. she's going to um, she's going to sleep with him in exchange for this, or has already slept with him. And I don't know which one it is. Uh, I think she already has. Going by what she's because he's really upset that they have enough money to buy the visa. Yeah. So why would he be upset if he's already slept with her? Or is it the idea that he can keep stringing her along? Maybe. It doesn't strike me to be Renault. I think Renault's the guy who sleeps with you and then gives you the visa still. Yeah, because... But the- she says he doesn't know that they've not got any money. He Renault doesn't know that they've not got the money. So I think she's probably worried that if they then go for it and she hasn't got the money to give him, then it's going to get outed or whatever. Oh, maybe she's thinking, at, maybe she's thinking ahead and going, yeah. if I don't have the money, then I'm going to have to do this. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I have no idea. Um... Anyway, Laszlo and uh, Lise, uh, Ilza show up, and Rick punishes Ilza by telling Sam to play as time goes by. <laughs> yeah. Rick then rigs the game so the Bulgarian couple can get out of Casablanca. Oh, I thought that was quite cool. By having it go to 22 twice in a row. 22 black. Yeah. <laughs> There's a magma there. Number. <laughs> like, with, like, like, no, like, subtlety at all. None whatsoever. And, um, leave it. Leave it there. Captain Renault yep. watches from afar, doesn't he? From afar. Yeah. Uh, Rick's approached by Laszlo. Uh, Laszlo appeals to his sentiments to help him out. He says, I have no price. He goes, he says, what matter if it was a million francs or three million francs? He goes, why? Ask your wife. The Germans, they come out and the Germans just having a good old sing-along <laughs> of their national anthem. I think they're trying to over, they're saying, we are coming to, we are. We will take over. We're now just I guess here. so, yeah. Given our and everybody else looks re- everybody looks really really down obviously because no one wants to be occupied no no and then victor's like i can't let this go by and rallies the people and you can see though he's incredibly 
persuasive. And Rick gives the go-ahead to do the old trombones and stuff, doesn't he? To outdrown them. Does he? I'm pretty That's sure. That's Victor, isn't it? Was it? Victor's the one who tells the band to do it. Oh, okay. And this is the gif. If you're out there and you've ever seen a gif of a guy singing podcasts, podcasts, <laughs> it's not actually podcast. It's Victor at this part of the movie singing La Marseillaise. That's good. As they drown them out. Uh, when I moved over here, uh, they put us up for two days in London and put all the teachers in like this area where they trained us the specifics of the British education system. Yeah. And basically what that meant is in the evenings, they took us out and just filled us with drinks. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is the specifics of the British education. Yeah. <laughs> it's and the, the university level. Is that it? Yeah. And so we're sitting there and it's this pub in um, London and it's probably about, I don't know, 40% Canadians in there. And I heard someone really weakly try to sing Oh Canada. <laughs> and I had just enough that I was like really, really emboldened. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't care if it's just me singing. I'm going for it like full volume. And but didn't have to worry about that because everybody it was like this. Everybody joined in. And like the Brits are like, what? Because you guys don't do patriotism like no, no, like we, you had just yeah, finished yeah. the 2012 Olympics. There was a little bit there, oh, okay, yeah. but it was like they were looking around, going, "What is happening?" <laughs> yeah, it's really only the older generations that are still like Canadians. We just, we just like, like <laughs> we just sneak up on you, man, because you know, you're like, oh, we just live amongst you. you. You'd never have an idea. Canadians get everywhere, but just all of a sudden, <laughs> bam! And it was, it was a really, it's one of the cooler moments of my life. Actually, we started this thing at the end, and the smart part was we did it once, and then we stopped. You know the uh, you don't pet- try and do it again because then you just weaken the memory. Absolutely. You know the pets at home advert. It's like pets get everywhere. Make sure fleas don't. It's like that, but with Canadians. <laughs> Canadians are a good and noble people. <laughs> um, Canada, oh, Canada. <laughs> um, so where are we at here? Oh, there we are. So Vive la France and all that. The German orders Renault to close the cafe. Renault pushes back slightly, but then does so and says, "Why are you closing it? Because I have it. If I understand that you're gambling back there." And then someone goes, "Here's your win." <laughs> oh, thank you. And he I didn't know there's any going on. <laughs> so I love Reno. He's yeah. so good. But I don't know. I couldn't work him out because I think you're not supposed to. Yeah, that's great though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Because he's a bit like he has warned us. He's a bit like Rick in that way. I don't think I've written down the scene, but there's a bit where he's at the table with with with, with a few others. Yeah, and he's going, "Which side are you going to go with?" And says, "Who's winning?" Yeah, and it's kind of the idea that he's going to flop whichever way yeah, yeah, is going to yeah. best benefit him. Yeah, so he's. Where Rick's like, I have no interest of any. They're kind of hopped in the same cloth. Whereas Rick's like, I'm going to turn everybody down. Yeah. Reynolds like, I'm going to say yes to the highest bidder. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm going to do. As long as he's getting the money come through. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the German general threatens uh, Ilsa and says that Victor will be taken back to occupied France. Uh, Ilza wants Victor to stay in the hotel room and not go to the underground meeting. He's like, No, I have to go. Have to and go, you're like, yeah. You're insane. Uh, Victor talks to Ilsa about the meeting with Rick. He says, what What does he mean by ask your wife? Were you lonely while I was away? She goes, yes. Is there anything she you need to tell? She thought he was dead. To she her? did. She did. Is there anything you need to tell me? And she stops and says, no. But underneath, we still have, you must remember, remember this. this. So she's haunted by it, right? This, this. What happens to you? Here's the question, really. What happens to you if you meet the love of your life after you marry somebody else? Oh, Tough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Tough. he truly loves her. Without question, Victor loves her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her and affections. He's the man he is because of her. Yeah. And her affections, though, are clearly divided. Oh, yeah. And as soon as Victor leaves, so does Ilza, who goes back to the cafe. Uh, Rick's asking his bookkeeper, who's also like a bartender, who's also a chauffeur, who's <laughs> also checking his pockets with a pickpocket. Everything. How long can we stay open? 
if they shut us down, and you go two to three weeks, and Rick goes, everybody stays on salary. See? Good guy. Good, Good lad. guy. Ilsa's in his office. She wants him to put his feelings aside and give her letters. Rick says, I don't want to hear anymore about how great your husband is. Because <laughs> she's like, he's a good man. And he's leading to the... She's like, I don't need to hear how great a man your husband is. Um, he says, I'm not fighting for anything anymore except myself. She calls him a coward. She calls him weak. And then realizes, I think, halfway through, this isn't the best pitch for getting what you want. No. <laughs> she goes, Victor will die in Casablanca. At which point, Rick's like, why not? It's as good a place as any for it. I'm like, whoa. He's like, yeah, so am I. <laughs> yep. Ilsa yeah, pulls. Again, he's torn, isn't yeah. he? He's torn between the he's love hurt. of her he's and hurt. her. Yeah. yeah. Ilsa pulls a gun and says she'll shoot him. He walks right into the, into the barrel of the gun and says, go ahead, shoot me. And he meant it. Uh, yeah. Because it'll end. It'll end the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she can't and she cries and talks to him about how much she suffered when he left Paris and I believe this is when we find this out yes Victor went to Czechoslovakia just after they'd been married she, he was captured put in a concentration camp she heard he was dead and yeah. they kept their marriage a secret because if the Gestapo found out it would be dangerous for her and for him it would give someone leverage over him yeah uh, she found out just before they were going to leave Paris that Victor was still alive mm. and did what she'd promised to do stand by a man yeah uh, Step by your man. Rick, Rick. Stand by your man. R- Reverend Bruce, and we're trying to explain to you later why we were late. It's because these two were doing this. Uh, Rick names his price. Uh, he says, Victor can have the letter, but Ilsa, you got to stay with me. Yeah. And she's like, all right. Yeah, we can do that. He goes, here's looking at you, kid. And she goes, I wish I didn't love you so much. And I think I, I'm, I'm sort of making fun of a little bit here, but I think there's something in that. I think at some point we've all been in love with someone who were like, you know, it, life would be easier if I hadn't done that. Yeah. 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 It would just be, yeah. If that didn't happen, life would be simpler. <laughs> so there we go. We can all relate. Yep. Um, Victor is ushered into the cafe and Ilsa is hidden away in the office and then smuggled home by the chauffeur accountant guy. Uh, he's great. I mean, he really should bring him along with Sam wherever he goes because this guy does everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Victor thinks Rick is trying to run away from himself and they have the man-to-man talk and they're both aware that they're in love with the same woman. Yeah, but there's a mutual respect there. You got to give Victor credit. He handles it with dignity. He does. He does. And he sussed out that they were a thing while he was away. Even if she won't tell him, he sussed it and doesn't blame Victor. No, no, no. Because he thought you know concentration camp yeah thought you were dead realizes the need for 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 uh accompaniment mm-hmm. companionship yeah. that's the word i'm looking for better than accompaniment companionship companionship <laughs> the french soldiers break in and arrest victor while rick smokes the hell out of a cigarette as he does through most of the film we go to the precinct and rick's already there he tells reynolds tells him to back down and rick comes clean i've got the letters so what's going to happen? He says, I'm going to be using them tonight. I'm going to leave with, with, with Ilsa. So you need to let Victor go, and then you can ar- then you, then you can arrest him and get like put him away for years, and that'll put you in the best favor with General Strasser. And he's like, okay, I like this. I'm like, if all this is the, like, you have to let him go so you get him for a higher charge, just make it up. It's like, this is like a, a not corrupt yeah, police I think force. This is where he is thinking. Well, no, this is him doing his Captain Jack Sparrow bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's misleading everybody. It really is something. Right? I mean, Cap, the, 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 I never thought I'd say this. Parts of Caribbean may owe a debt of gratitude <laughs> to, to Casablanca, Casablanca yeah. because he's pulling everybody's strings in the same way that we would see Johnny Depp do like five decades later. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Six decades later. Jeez. Only on water, not by plane. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, Rick gives them the... Uh, oh, Ilsa comes in... Oh, I'm way ahead. Sorry about that. 
Um, Victor makes some sort of deal with Ferrari. He sells him the club. Sam now gets 25% of the profits. And he goes, I know he makes 10 with you. But he goes, I'm okay with 25% of the profits. Mm-hmm. So we know Sam's taken care of. Yeah, yeah, uh, Back to the cafe. And um, <laughs> uh, Renault wants to go, no, where were the letters? And he goes, in the piano. And he goes, search me right for not being musical. I think they were in the piano letters, weren't they? Or piano just notes. in his music sheets. Yeah, music they were just sheets. inside yeah. the sheets, yeah. Um, Ilsa comes in wearing that trademark look that we've seen in the movie. Like if you've seen any sort of clip, it's oh, the, the big hat. Yeah, she yeah. looks fantastic. She does, doesn't she? Um, and you know what? How does that Looks beautiful on? without, these, linger- oh, w- w- okay. without these lingering shots up and down her body or things like that. She just looks beautiful. She's you know what I mean? gorgeous. Yeah. I, w- I would... I really want fashion to come back around and look like that again because I feel like I would fit in a lot better. Yeah. 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 I feel um, like I should wear that. <laughs> that hat was becoming. Um, I think women should wear more hats. I do. I think women look good with hats on. Can you remember when men back in the day used to wear hats? Yeah, you wouldn't go anywhere without a hat. You'd have a, a bowler hat. Everyone had a hat, yeah. Did, well, we, we weren't around then. Well, no, but I mean... I'm not Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins no, or anything. But I'm saying, do you think that would ever come around again where it becomes... <sighs> no, thing? because it's so gender-specific and we're coming from a time where we're doing the exact opposite of everything. Well, that's true. Everyone should wear hats. I don't care who you are. Wear a hat. Hats are cool. But it was the idea that men all wear bowler hats and go, oh, hello. Because <laughs> I don't see you hats. Lady. Yes. <laughs> I don't see your hats. Do you not? No. No. Maybe uh, it's the hair. <laughs> I just got a big old head. That's my problem. My head's massive. We know I bought that. the biggest top hat I could for that, and it still have to like push it down a little bit so it fits. Oh, I went to like 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 big heads are us like website. <laughs> I do hats. I might put the top hat on Liam. Yeah. Oh, go. nice. Um, I wish I did. Remember? Oh, so um, Rick then gives them the money. And Renault comes in looking to arrest Victor and Ilsa. But then he, just in time for them to think, you know, oh, Rick's double-crossed the two of them. Nope. Captain Jack's turned his back on Barbosa. Yeah, he, he pulls is. the gun. Rick pulls a gun on Renault and how makes him do what he does. How Because because of later. How does this... Is he... Is he... Because is he, is he, they know each other very well. Well, earlier he said, leave all the thinking to me. And she went, all right. Um, do you, are you asked me if he always had this plan? Yeah, I think from the from the time he goes over and makes the deal with Reno at the police station, he knows how this is all playing out. Oh, okay, maybe not. Do but him and Reno? Do they? Reno's not in on it. Oh, okay. No, no, Reno's definitely not in on it. It's just because if he was, it would cause problems. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So he said, "Remember, this gun's pointed right at your heart." And Reno no sells it and goes, "That is my least vulnerable spot." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this, when he says, go sit down, he goes, uh, okay, I'll go sit down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I'll shoot you. Under he goes, I think, I, I think I'll sit down I'll over sit here. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he makes the phone call to the airport, and at this point, I guess Major Strasser is, like, listening on that line. No, I think what he does, instead of phoning the airline... He phones Strasser? He phones Strasser, Strasser. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, at the runway, our love triangle shows up, and they're put on the plane. Uh, well, but not before um, um, Rick says... You said I was doing the thinking for both of us. You're getting on that plane. Inside of us, we both know you belong with Victor, and we'll always have Paris, which I didn't know. Obviously, it was from Casablanca. Mm-hmm. Here's looking at you, kid, and he lifts her chin up in a beautiful shot. Oh, that's good. Cut to General Strasser in his car, chasing him down, and he gives Victor a clean conscience and kind of lies to him. 
because they need to live together for the rest of our lives. If you're yeah, going to yeah, give yeah. her up, then this marriage needs to stick. It does. And so he makes up this lie about how I told her I loved her, but she doesn't love me anymore. She's only got eyes for you. And she wanted da-da. to pretend that I let her pretend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was really all about you. It's always been you. And puts him on the plane and... Uh, he gives her earlier in the speech. He gone like, you know, maybe you don't, if you stay in New York, maybe not today, maybe yeah, not tomorrow. tomorrow you know that same. whole speech. Yeah, the rest of your life. Uh, did they get on the plane? Did they get on the plane? They got on the plane, Woo! and we watched them disappear really from his sight line. Into the, nice. It doesn't take long because the mist. Yeah, that was nice. Then Rick and Reno kind of have a little bit of a talk, and then Strasser shows up, and he's going to go phone and get them to can to bring the plane back, but Reno. Uh, uh, watches Rick. as Rick shoots Strasser. Yeah, and then as soon as Rick comes up, Reno's like, "Yes, he's been shot. <laughs> Go round up the usual pocket. suspects." <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's pulled a gun on him. Well, he's sitting there going, what, "What's in my best interest? It's my best interest if someone else goes down for this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't, and we just go somewhere else and disappear, and they become buddies again. <laughs> Reno smuggles Rick out of Casablanca, and he finishes by going, "Louis, this is the start of a beautiful. beautiful this is the start of a beautiful friendship." Yeah. yeah. And that is where we sit with this. It is. So all that's left now is we got Reverend Bruce waiting in the waiting room. So let's go ahead and uh, hear what the good Reverend and maybe, yeah, maybe Mrs. McRae. Cool. Maybe what they had to say about Hallelujah. it. I'm shocked, shocked to find that there's gambling going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> give me my winnings please yeah, yes. give me my winnings absolutely <laughs> reverend bruce bff of the bfe absolutely how you doing buddy you all right hello i'm good the weather's beautiful and it's good to be here oh, i'm great. tired of I'm tired of two years of COVID. I, I don't know what the uh, what the temperature uh, conversion rate is, but man, it's rainy and miserable. This it was really nice oh. like last week. Here. It was really, nice. and now it's terrible. It's been snowing. Yeah. It's been hailing. Yeah, we, we never get snow yeah. here. Not, not like, proper snow. Just it's not proper snow, snow. Like, like like you and I would call snow. But white stuff did come down and land on the ground for a moment, <laughs> for, for a brief moment. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, you said baseball is about to start up. The Patriots yeah, are making see- trades. Yep. Yep. I've got the Patriots hat and the Red Sox shirt to show that we're kind of in limbo. <laughs> you are in sports limbo. mode. Yes, very yes. much in sports mode. <laughs> yes. Um, Hang on. Did you say something about um, Brady coming back at retirement? Brady is out of retirement. Yes. Yep. Oh, Who's is he going back for the Cardinals? Tampa Bay. No, Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, I mean, yeah. Whoop, whoop. yeah right. I've got one more season to see him again. Oh, cool. Uh, it might not just be one season. Careful there. It might. Oh, really? oh, I know. It could be more. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what made him change the turn? I'm guessing things? the fact that the when money? he came back, his head. No, no. I'm guessing when he came back, like two weeks later, his coach retired. So I think there was very much a power struggle. Oh. And I think Tom won it. And the deal is, I'll come back if the coach leaves. Because oh. apparently he was doing like half days anyway, the coach. Oh, okay. And that's not how Tom Brady does things. He's very full on. Isn't He's he? very full yeah. on. So yeah. it was like, I'm, I'll show you how serious I am. He quits. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, come back. And then like a week later, like like the coach quits. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on. Mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I thought that he might try to get traded to San Francisco because that's, that's what where I thought. he's from. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. But the, the Bucks are not trading him to another NFC team. Well, no, especially because he started um, acting as part of the recruiting process, get people to sign with a team now. So if he were to yeah. go off and leave, it would be oh, okay. that'd be a bad taste, wouldn't it? it? it would, yeah. Like he's like that team is loaded for Bear. 
Yeah. Like the Bucks should, if they can stay healthy, the Bucks should win. Yeah. Oh, okay. they should. Totally should. They would have won this year if it stayed healthy. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I yeah. just like that they're pirates and that's cool. Pirates are cool. What can pirates we say? Pirates are cool. T- uh, River Bruce, I'll tell you what we thought wasn't very cool. I'm kind of curious your thoughts on this. I'm just going to give you two two words. You just tell me your opinion on it, yeah. okay? Whatever comes into your head. Just whatever comes into your head. <laughs> Will Smith. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually started my sermon with him today. That's the smack heard around the world. Well, you told us before yeah. we put the mics on that you yeah. started your sermon with something else, if memory serves. Today? Yeah, a little welcome, 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 oh, welcome, I believe. I start, no, I'm starting to talk like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I'm saying lovely and brilliant. Oh. Brilliant, yeah, that's one. Yeah. But I like words, and I started to use the word hoity-toity. Oh, that's <laughs> you, isn't it? Hoity-toity. That's not me. Yeah, Do I say hoity-toity? No, that's Liam. Yeah, that is you. No, I've started to use it. I've gotten other people to start using it. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and brilliant. I start the service, welcome, 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 and I end the service. Instead of a benediction, I say, well, there you go. That's amazing. I I do have a thought on Will Smith because everyone is going to frame it out of their own experience. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that I have had female congregants who are victims of domestic violence, mm. and they in fact have heard the equivalent of "love makes you do crazy things." Yes, yeah. and we didn't talk about that, but that's a hundred percent something that yeah, yeah. conversations I had this week. I'll throw back to you. Yeah, and that's very disturbing. I mean, I hope they settle it out, but I've got to land on one thing because typically, you know, I've dealt with congregants who are victims of verbal abuse and domestic violence. Mm. That was what hit me. It was very bothersome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, his his speech afterwards about I didn't yeah. I didn't like his speech. Well his speech where he said I'm being called upon to protect those around me and be a vessel of love. Called upon by God. He yeah, by said, God. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. He named um, he named dropped God and Denzel Washington. Denzel was like, Don't bring me into this. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure God is yeah. probably feeling the same yeah. way. <laughs> but isn't Denzel kind of the hero? I mean, isn't that what we would expect him to do? I think Denzel was trying to challenge him and go, look, in your greatest moments, this is where you're going to trip up. And it's kind of what happened. Yep. Yep. So he's not saying this lets you off the hook. He's saying, realize in this moment, you, you've, you've messed up, but realize that's because we can, times when we're our, our greatest self-aggrandizing moments are when you're going to trip up like this. And then he sort of twisted it mm. and made it a justification for what he's done. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I don't think many people could have approached Will Smith the way Denzel did. Well, Denzel has yeah. that has that authority. He's got that in that moment, hasn't he? He yeah. does. He does. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. He has the gravitas to go talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything you've seen lately at the cinema, Reverend Bruce? Anything that's been or or on the streaming services? I mean, well, uh, we hardly go to the theater anymore. Katie and I used to go to the theater every week well we went last saturday because we had an all-day power outage oh okay uh, yes you said yeah Me- yeah yeah and i said to her i can't sit at home in the dark without power on saturday night i do have to think about the next day yeah 
We also thought, do we go see the Batman? No, can't sit three hours, three and a half hours. So we went to see The Lost City. Okay. Got there at 10, got home at 12.15. Is that the Channing Tatum one? Yes. Okay. It, with Sandra Bullock. Uh, quite quite funny. And Daniel Radcliffe. Like, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's in that one. Bradley. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah, we yeah. see him as a villain? He's the villain. He, he was, the, was he the villain in the second Kingsman movie? Who, Daniel no, Radcliffe? he's the villain no. in Now You See Me Too. Now yeah, You See Me Too, yeah. yes. That's a great yes. movie. It really is. I love it. Now You See Me 1 was good. Oh, now You See Me 2 one. wasn't. I like, I like the first. Uh, I like both. I like both. They're anyway. both fun. Yeah. But so that was, we have not been to a move other than that. We've been doing a lot on the streaming. Yeah. We, we loved the movie Coda. We were hoping it would win Best Picture. Did it not? And it did. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Here's something you will find funny. Uh, Katie's my wife. I sometimes call her Catherine because she's a Catherine who goes by Katie. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes use both because you know who her namesake is? Your namesake is the person you're named after. Yeah. Oh. Uh, your surname is your last name. Yeah. My namesake is, of course, Robert the Bruce. Oh, really? From Scotland because I'm. My grandparents are from Scotland. Oh, cool. Did you know my name is going extinct? Oh, really? Bruce. Oh, yeah, Bruce. It, it, oh, of Robert. It, I don't know. it peaked in like the 50s, and the only thing keeping it alive is Bruce Wayne, I think, the Batman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's not very it, many Bruces. Bruce Willis. No. I mean, sad Andy story Bruce's. there. Yeah. yeah, it really is. But. She is a Catherine, and my grandmother on my mother's side was a Catherine who went by Kitty. Oh, really? Yeah, and the Catherine who goes by Katie wears the wedding ring, and the Catherine who goes by Kitty. Okay. Wow. Which is a nice little uh, uh, family legacy thing. uh, Kitty died before I was born. So I sometimes call her Catherine, sometimes call her Katie, but she's very, very laid back. But when it comes to Oscars, she got a list and we powered through 16 Oscar nominated films. Oh. Best picture, <laughs> best actor, best female actor. One weekend, listen to this. Friday night, we power through in Spanish subtitles, Parallel Mothers. Saturday night, we power through Drive My Car, Japanese subtitles. Jeez. Yeah, Liam's famous for his life. I struggle with (laughs) subtitles. Five hours. The next day at church, a Japanese woman shows up. Wow. Really? Which is very unusual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was elderly. And I told her about it. Her name, her English name was Maggie, which is the name of the calico cat we have. Yeah. And she was telling me all about it because she could hear it in Japanese, obviously. The lead lead actor is an action star. But how many times does that happen? No, good point. The pastor of the church just watched a three-hour subtitled movie in Japanese. Yeah. Uh, It was good. You can't be on your phone when you do it. Uh, that's why Liam's so, no good with it yeah, um, <laughs> but we literally powered through about the 16 key movies we knew we were supposed to like power the dog best but it was too depressing so that's we the liked Benedict Coda. Cumberbatch one right yes. yeah 
Yeah, I haven't even heard of that one. No, I haven't. Power of the Dog. It's good, but the idea of a best picture guy dying of anthrax poisoning. It's like we're weary from COVID and we need something yeah. happy. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, um, um, it wasn't up for best picture. I saw very little Oscar buzzy kind of films this year i don't know what yeah. it was i wanted to get out and see belfast never got a chance to yeah, do it i did it's excellent yep i saw tick tick boom oh, love that so good which which which, which 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 i really liked yeah yeah, yeah it was strong wanted to see lady gaga and house of gucci yes i wanted to see that for the whole time now i was yeah, only up yeah. for for best actress but i wanted to see Kristen stewart and spencer i saw that Oh, that was good. Yeah, apparently she's like, like the way she looks, like on the middle distance. It's it's phenomenal. She, it's so bang on. Uh, the funny thing is, last year when they were filming that around our area, because Diana came from around us, uh, the Kingsland area. On my birthday, I was in Castle Rising, which is a stone's throw away from Sandringham, and they were filming uh, a scene of her driving round, and uh, I could have met. Kristen, is that her name? Yeah, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. If I'd have hung around a bit longer, I could have done. But because that was my birthday, I had places to be, people to see, and a podcast to do. <laughs> so uh, I, I hope thought, it was ours. I thought I'd better not be late. <laughs> <laughs> or less late. Yeah, less late. <laughs> more late? You know what? Yeah. Oh, more late. You know what movie I thought of picking? Because I could shed a lot of light on it, is The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, okay. I, I, you tell yours. I got a follow-up story for you, Reverend Bruce. So you go ahead. No, I, I know all about the Bakers. Too much about the Bakers. That was a tremendous performance. Jessica Chastain. I, yeah. Yes, yeah. it was very good. And I said to Catherine, should I do this? And she said, please don't. You complain about them enough at home. So please don't <laughs> do it on the podcast. Because they're in a very different space than I am. Although Tammy Faye went a very different direction than her husband, Jim. Yes. Who's still alive. Let me let me let these two sort of in on the conversation because I'm not sure they're going to yeah. have reference to it. So Jim and Tammy yeah. Faye Baker, please correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. Jim and Tammy Faye are fallen televangelists. Yes. So people who would go on TV in their church was more or less their television program. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I have I heard, heard of these people. And they were yeah, raising yeah. money uh, for, I believe it was some sort of a theme park or resort or... Yes, something. Dream Park. Yep, you Dream Park, and I believe it was kind of like a Ponzi scheme where they sold way more memberships than were actually mm-hmm. there, and were funneling the money into their personal finances. Yeah, I think I did hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she gets the that. tattooed makeup, and there was all this talk about the dog having a doghouse that was worth like a ridiculous amount of money. They get caught, as you're likely to do. I believe is he the one who looks up with a microphone in his eyes and says, "I have sinned." Was that is that is that him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so all this stuff happens, and I saw this on the Andy biography. I was, I was, I was aware of it. I'm going to church in Phoenix, and the the, the scuttlebutt is that um, there's, there's there's a funeral later on in the week or later on in the day. I forget what it was exactly, and I get approached along with some of my friends who are fairly big, big, young. I'm about twenty at this point. Yeah. So you know, um, someone. In, in the church community has died all of his friends are too elderly to carry the casket can we ask you to help out i'm like i don't know any uh who it is but then you find out it's jim baker's new wife's uh dad wow who died they called him daddy bob. they called him daddy bob so i'm like all right uh no, that was the thing. i was like well, that's kind of wild and i was thinking maybe i'll get to see from a distance jim baker and uh we go in and we and we lift the casket and we we put it down and uh, do that side of it and then this 
guy comes up to me, very thankful, but crying, and I really appreciate what you did. And I'm like, this is Jim Baker. I'm having a conversation with Jim Baker face-to-face. And I'm wow. like, this is insane. I'm just thinking, wait till I tell my mom about this. <laughs> she's going she's to be like, what? <laughs> and then at the end of the year, I was in L.A. at a wedding, of all things, and I hit, I get tapped on my shoulder and get told, I bet you it's a lot hotter than what you're used to. And I turn around and it's Jim Baker again. Wow. And he'd remembered, because we must have talked that I was from Canada. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, he'd yeah. remembered that fact. So I was like, this is nuts. That's crazy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I wouldn't give a guy a cent. <laughs> but but I was just like, it was this thing where it was a thing, it was a story on my television set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was the man himself. It was a really weird thing. Yeah. Because I remember he had this massive fall, and he, he went to jail for eight years. Oh, yeah. He, he did proper time, yeah. Yeah. What about his wife? Oh, I don't know she, if she went for as much. She did not go at all. Okay. And she kind of broke with him, and she died of colon cancer in 2007. Oh, did she really? She, she, she did. Because she was, like, hanging out with drag queens and stuff. Like She went down, like, a yes. very, was doing, like, reality TV, went down a very different road. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, the LBGTQ community really embraced her. Yeah. Uh, did they? Did they? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it is this it is this counterpoint to conventional power structures i suppose but that does yeah <laughs> i lost touch with where she went i was a little surprised by the movie yeah i haven't seen it uh, it's something that's, that's on my, my 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 radar but unfortunately you know if you're uh, is, is it streaming reverend bruce it is oh, okay because yeah. i'm sitting there going unfortunately i mean I, I i love our local cinema a ton yeah yeah, yeah. but they're they're independent cinema so yeah. what you have to do, you have to stuff that full of stuff that's going to bring people in and they're going to stay there. So unfortunately, we don't get to see Belfast in that cinema. No. The Court Exchange. Yeah, we can see there. But as far as that one, no. So we got to see, what was that thing called with Spider-Man in it? The video game movie. The, oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Not that one. The one where he plays Nathan Drake. Uncharted. Is oh, that it? Uncharted. Oh, Uncharted. So we had to see, like, Uncharted's playing for, like, the ninth straight week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And actual movies that are kind of, like, in that sort of level of discussion yeah. don't get to play. And the danger becomes, because that's all you're exposed to, that's all you'll see. And now, if you want to see these other movies, they're going to streaming. And it just It's a shame you can't go to the cinema and see... Another type of movie. I an, an like independent movie or something. I like these sorts of movies. Like Marvel movies are, and comic movies are like pizza. Everybody loves pizza. Mm-hmm. I like pizza. But sometimes you don't want to have pizza Just every day. Not when you're on Lent. <laughs> yeah, not when you're on Lent. <laughs> but no, you but but but, but you don't you don't want to have pizza every day. Sometimes you want something else. And yeah. the problem is all of a sudden is giving me these days is pizza. Yeah, yeah. True. You do love a food metaphor, don't you? Uh, everything comes back to food metaphors. <laughs> Yeah, we pretty much are streaming everything now. Oh, yeah? yeah. Except when we have a power outage and have to go to the theater. <laughs> thing is, I don't know how that would have translated over because we didn't really know who Tina, uh, Tina and Tam, Tammy, Faye. Tammy Faye and Jim. I would argue that most Americans we don't. Did, we didn't, so. I don't know. Bro. Any, any, most now probably wouldn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they were big in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. like this was this was headline news, but like in the late eighties. Yeah. So I only knew who yeah. they were because she's now mocked by drag queens. Oh, is she now mocked by drag queens? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, rather than celebrated, they've now kind of turned on. Okay. On that idea. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, I don't think it's one of those things where you have to have the cultural knowledge, but it might be a thing where it wouldn't have had quite the run here than it would be if it had been released traditionally. Yeah, yeah. But the hard part is when everything's on streaming, it's, it's, it's a bit of a needle in a haystack thing because you log in and it's just so your algorithm. It's, it's just your algorithm telling you what what's what you should look at. Yeah, and yeah. your algorithm, jeez, <laughs> it's gonna be some crappy thing where Jason Statham's in it and stuff blows up. Absolutely, yeah, it is. <laughs> My favorite is the deck collector. Uh, was that the one with J Lo on it? No, the deck collector has got this um, French dude in it. Um, and uh, who's that mixed martial art guy? Adam. I don't know. Adam Akins. Still don't know. Somebody, I don't know. He's a mixed martial art guy. I love them. There's yeah. Deck Collector 1 Deck Collector 2. <laughs> Great. <sighs> but yeah, her performance was good. The movie on the whole wasn't great. Oh, okay. It, it, her, she, has, she has Tammy Faye, and Andrew Garfield is Jim Baker, and I always liked Wait, him. Wait, Andrew wow. Garfield was Jim Baker? Yes. Oh. He's had quite a year. We love Tick, Tick, Boom, and yeah. Spider-Man, and this. Wow, and we felt bad because we love Tick Tick Boom, and Katie's a medical professor. She's she's telling me all about the Marfan's disease that Jonathan Larson had, and so she can shed a lot of light on all the medical stuff. Okay, which Jonathan Larson had Marfan's, which is a connective tissue disorder. It makes your ears bigger, and your wingspan is larger than your height. And he died of an aortic aneurysm. You know his his aorta just basically disintegrated i think the day rent was supposed to start yeah it was yeah. the night, night before the night before he dies oh yeah, yeah. Oh. so um and his performance was amazing like people who make all the comparisons and they should it was really spot on of uh rami malik in bohemian rhapsody yeah. versus the live aid performance if you yeah. look it, it, was, it was it was remarkable yeah um yeah, very similar. And Andrew Garfield did the singing and playing himself. He yeah, he learned how to do it for the film. He that is done amazing. it before, and his singing voice is amazing. I can't, couldn't can believe sing. it. Do yeah. can sing. It, yeah, so there were some good movies, and we powered. We pretty much stream everything, and maybe in America it's more. It's, we pretty much stream everything through Apple TV. We put all the apps on the Apple TV now. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. yeah. I got six months free Apple TV with the PlayStation, so yeah. <laughs> so I've been sort of enjoying that lately, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't have. Well, I guess I did buy a TV license for the first time in years last year because I want to watch the World Cup <laughs> or Euros, whatever it was. Yeah, that's the uh, World Cup this year. World Cup this year. Canada's in. Yeah, Canada's in. Last time we made it, we didn't score a goal. But <laughs> hopefully we didn't, we've never scored a goal at the World Cup. So hopefully this oh, year. come on, I, this time. That's all my barrier is. If we can score one goal. I'm going to put a bet on that they score. In that's the score a goal? Yeah. Excellent. I, I need to get myself a, a can of the jersey that I'll wear for the first like week, and then I'll, I'll switch to an England jersey after that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. It's all red and white. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we really enjoy Oscar season because we try to power through all the movies and the Oscars itself, I thought it was a. I did not like the ceremony. I thought it was strange to begin with. Oh, okay. I've heard stuff about that. Um, it 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 was very strange. Other than Troy Kotsar doing his best supporting actor thank you speech, that was fantastic. Was this the deaf actor? Yes. Yes. That was fa- that was about the only high moment, and then they had a tribute to the godfather and there was very little said and then will smith mm. and then if it were me 
he kind of stole the moment from everybody else. It's like, yeah. I wish they could have just sent everyone home and done it another night, but I guess you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't really do that. Unfortunately, this is the, the, when you think about this year, it will be the Will Smith Oscars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's dominated everything else. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has. And so a, a, a bad show i did not enjoy the show it kind of went off the rails badly see, see over here it's, it's a little bit difficult because the oscars don't start till 1 a.m our time oh no. yeah. so it's not something that really so i woke up and just checked my 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 social feeds but when i was home something i used to do with my mom occasionally with my sister but every year my mom it was something we would do together is we'd watch the oscars and i'd print out the the list and we wouldn't have seen half the films. We wouldn't have seen 80% of the films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're still guessing like, okay, art direction, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and so I would win because I knew a little bit more about the inside sort of stuff. Or at least, no, this is a you know, this is a big, I've seen a commercial with this one on. I remember this. It looked like I had good special effects and put that down. And then I would just like be like, I'm winning. You know I'm winning, right? Oh, I'm a terrible winner. <laughs> you are. I'm a terrible winner. You're not a much better loser. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But I'm a lot better to be around if I've been winning yep. than losing. <laughs> But uh, but no, so Oscar, I, I really enjoy the idea of Oscar night and the idea of the legacy of the Oscars. People were already starting to turn on it the last few years, especially when... The um, bags didn't help this year. Yeah, and it becomes, there's a whole lot of other conversations beside what's the best picture now mm. it's we, 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 there was this thing about let's celebrate all the historic winners i'm all about that i'm all about celebrating you know the first moments for various demographics and that's great but as long as that's not the singular narrative of it so if andrew garfield's able to win at the expense of um other actors who may set history for other demographics that may be a part of yeah that as long as people aren't going oh it's a shame but that, 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 that that's happened yeah. and i'm just sitting there going let's just Oh, let's just make Hollywood a much more inclusive place. And then the Oscars go to the best people and we'll all feel cool about it. Yeah. And I should go to the best people. And as a result, I think people feel a distance from the Oscars anyway, because all we're eating is pizza at the cinema these days. True. And they show, here's the movies you were supposed to like. And you're like, where were they? Yeah. yeah. I I never saw these up for grabs. Mm -hmm. And then something like this happens. You just go, forget it. In the bin with it. I do like the BAFTAs. I like the Tonys. The to- well, the Tonys, yeah, but yes. we're, but we're Tony, not Tony, Tony. But we're not doing <laughs> <laughs> best theater production ever podcast. Can we do a sideshow? Maybe we should. We tried that. Did we? <laughs> we did talk in the Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but uh, NPH. Anything NPH is in besides the Matrix Four? Apparently, I heard that was terrible. I haven't seen it. But I'll tell you what we have seen now that we hadn't seen before. Casablanca. Casablanca. <laughs> so let's bring this back around. Reverend Bruce, you are a Casablanca expert. First off, what do you love so much about Casablanca? Well, I wanted to pick a movie that has stood the test of time. You did Citizen Kane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes considered the greatest film ever made. I don't I Ooh. think Casablanca is better. That's an interesting question. If we went heads up right now, let's yeah. just do that. Because yeah. Reverend Bruce has clearly made his vote go. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I have is- a different one is best, but but out of those two, oh. I'm just curious really quickly oh. here because we've because because we've all right. done both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Citizen Kane as the better one, but it's close. No, Citizen Kane all the way for me. OK. Yeah, I, I, I prefer Casablanca. There we go. So, yeah, yeah a bit of a split vote. Tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go Casablanca. Yeah, it's it's what I like about it is the dialogue is just it just crackles. It's good. It's good. We, we did talk we fairly did. frequently it's about great it. Great dialogue. dialogue. 
I think it's almost perfectly cast. I'm a huge fan of film noir, which is all about light and shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we they, didn't talk, we didn't talk about film noir. I had it on my list, yeah. but yeah, I love yeah. film noir. I love it. I'll probably pick one at some point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but you could watch this just for the the light and the shadows. Yeah. Uh, the scenes, I, what are you about? Just the scene when he's right before we go to the flashback and he's drinking alone in the cafe. The use yep. of light in that yes. scene alone, oh. I was like, it's remarkable. Yes, yeah. let me. This is going to be funny, but I like watching the real cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. I noticed that it's, myself. It's atmospheric mm-hmm. because it film noir. It's real cigarette smoke, and you notice uh, Claude Rains is not inhaling. And Humphrey Bogart is. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that, but yeah. Yeah, but it's all this smoke, which in film noir is a huge part of the atmosphere. Yeah, 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 definitely. Absolutely. And I'm not, I'm super athletic, so I'm not a smoker, but it really looks interesting. I just, I wanted a, and being able to tell a good story in a hundred minutes is really something. Mm. And it just crackles along. Roger Ebert had really good commentary on it. For me, Casablanca is like that album that you just always, it just keeps getting better. It, it's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Fleetwood Mac rumors. Really? You think mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yep. It's Dream Oasis Theater's here now. Train of... Oh. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, though, right, going back to the Sgt. Pepper, right? <laughs> I only found this out the other day. So this, because I'm a bit of a, a music buff, and I didn't realise this, but Sergeant Pepper only came about um, because of Brian Wilson, Pet Sounds, right? And Pet Sounds only came about because of Revolver, The Beatles. Yeah, it's the same story behind. Uh, I forget it's what incredible, the, isn't it? What the other ones, but there, they would mm-hmm. sort of take it. McCartney especially would take it as a chat because that's yeah. when he's hitting his stride. Is really about then. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a little, I don't, on one of the uniforms, I think it's, I think it might be Paul's, I'm not 100% sure. On his shoulder, there's an OPP, Ontario Provincial Police patch, on the yeah. side of it. Oh, that's good. Which I didn't realize until I went to Liverpool, and I was like, that's from back home! <laughs> Those guys have pulled me over! <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool. So this is, and it's funny because Catherine and I watched it like five times this weekend. She loves it, because it keeps getting better every time. There's all those witticisms. He was looking at you, kid. This is the beginning of a wonderful friendship. The dialogue just crackles. And, oh, it's about friendship, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like the relationship with Sam and Humphrey Bogart. Oh, there's a great friendship there. Very affectionate. Even the friendship between between Rick and... uh, Captain... Oh, what was his name? Renault. Bruno, yeah. Oh. yeah. That's, that's quite thing, a good friendship, isn't it? The thing that's so funny about them is they're having to talk in code all the time mm. because they're both under the Nazis and they're trying to pretend there's something different. And they're, they're, yeah. So it's a very interesting how they had to communicate. I had to bone up a little bit on what is the Vichy government and all the political situation in yeah. Casablanca at the time. The other thing that I had forgotten was uh, just the whole issue of refugees. Mm-hmm. 
that many of the actors were refugees. Oh, because we and with the Ukrainian situation, there's just lots of refugees. In fact, there was yeah. a guy at church today from Hungary, and he just happened to be visiting. And a lot of Ukrainians are heading into Budapest. That's how he pronounced it. Five hundred and forty yep. Budapest. thousand yep. Budapest Pest. into a city of two million. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful city. It, been. Been yeah, there. I've been there. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'd love to go. But I had forgotten how much of the cast was refugees and how relevant that that always is. Yeah. Yeah, we think we get away from it, and then we're not really. No. <laughs> the world reminds us pretty quickly that we're not. Um, I remember being in Copenhagen last month, well, no, two months ago now, in February, and then it kind of starting to, like, trickle in that there was something happening yeah. in Ukraine and with Russia and those sorts of things. And we were kind of sat there, like, watching the TV as best we could because it was only English that was on and going. We, but we got to the Thursday and went, I'm kind of glad we're leaving today yeah. type thing because it was a little bit like, oh, we're a bit bit close for comfort, well, <laughs> I mean, not being an ocean away. At the school I teach at, I mean, there's a lot of Eastern European students or, fam- or, or yeah, students yeah. of Eastern European heritage at the very least. And so there's a lot of real emotions about these things. And so mm-hmm. we're trying to talk them through. Like, they don't remember. I, I remember the Cold War. I remember, yeah, yeah. you know, the th- I remember Gulf, you know, Desert Storm. I remember, I remember these things yeah, yeah. and kind of what it was like to live through the idea of what this could mean as, as a child. I mean, when, when, when Desert Storm happens, I'm probably 11, 12. Yeah, well, I remember as a child in school, list, tuning into a radio to hear about it. Yeah. We'd listen for an hour of like live radio from that and the difference is unlike then if you want to be surrounded by this information 24 7 365 you can because everyone's everyone's a broadcaster now if you have one of these if you have a phone yep true. you're a broadcaster so you can go on tiktok and see nothing but footage of regular people in ukraine as this is going on yeah so yeah. if you if if you're not careful you can trap yourself in an echo chamber of the worst possible circumstances coming at you yeah so yeah but a feel-good movie, Reverend Bruce, wanted to show us. <laughs> it is. It is and the, one of the reasons I wanted to pick it is because it's the special effects in it are quite bad because it's 1942. Yeah, but still. Not, I'm trying to remember what special effects there were. There was well, the plane at the like beginning, the, wasn't there? The plane, oh, the plane was clearly a model. Yeah, yeah a model. Yeah. So it, it is a focus on the story and dialogue. You're not there for special effects. No. One of the things I was curious about is you hope younger generations will be able to deal with the black and white. You've got to watch it in the four by three aspect ratio. Yeah, those things weren't an issue for me. But yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that much younger, unfortunately. No. Georgia, how do you yeah. find it? I, say, I, I really like film noir. I like it as a genre and I like black and white films. So, how about the four by three, the square? Don't bother me at all. Yeah, because no. widescreen doesn't happen until the fifties. I didn't even yeah. recognize that. that was I didn't even. I'm not even sure I clocked on the aspect <laughs> ratio myself. I didn't. <laughs> Whether that's because Amazon did a good job of, or it cut some. I don't know what it did, but yeah. No. I don't think it was a square on our screen. I have no idea. I don't. I'd have to bring yeah. it up again. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I wanted to pick a movie that's all about the dialogue, the shadows, the cinematography, and the story, and not the special effects. I just love it for that. I was surprised. And, Sorry. Oh, that's good. And it's it's about friendship, and it's the kind of thing. There's hardly a wasted word or a wasted scene. Yeah, true. You just feel like it's a hundred minutes. It's very efficient, 
but it just you never get bored it just, and you watch it once and you're ready to watch it again we mentioned when it was going on at one point because somebody needed to use a loo break <laughs> also there was just so much information being fired at us we wanted to make sure we're on the same page yeah. but i did say it's it, it's it's a tight story there's not a yeah. whole lot of extra characters although it feels like at the start here's a whole bunch of people yeah, really yeah. the cast of people we need to care about is a very small tight group and as a result uh, there's an efficiency and an intimacy and you can see pardon the 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 pun here but the black and the white but also the shades of gray Mm -hmm. in this narrative and in the decisions and in the emotions and nobody's wrong nobody's wrong in this situation just the opposite but it's all about perspective Mm. and just what happens to be your side of it and and what do you do when your rival isn't necessarily a bad person? <laughs> yeah. Your rival's really the circumstances that placed you in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it yes, and it's a very simple premise. Mm-hmm. We've got to get out of Casablanca. Yeah. Yeah, Casablanca. <laughs> the other question which we did ask was, what happens if you meet the love of your life after you married someone else? Exactly. Yeah. Which is yeah. a haunting sort of question. Yeah. And it was interesting because when it looked when you look at best performances after this we watched the maltese falcon and notorious humphrey okay. bogart and ingrid bergman and in notorious she's married to claude rains but she's in love with cary grant okay all oh, right it's okay. the same it's the same, it's the same yeah. premise yeah but it's alfred hitchcock Mm. so it's a similar thing but it it, i thought her performance was going to be better but i didn't like it as much in notorious no i i thought i was going to and i actually didn't casablanca is a better story we we already liked i think we all like the performances of all the of all the principal actors Mm. yeah i I definitely couldn't fault that i think it's acted i think it's acted perfectly Now, now one of the questions and this may be a grumble or not is victor laszlo supposed to be that boring or was he just having a bad day? The hard part is he's supposed to be this really charismatic guy who like brings yeah. people together and spreads the, Spread the, the word. thing. Maybe he's better. He says he's better when he was rallying the like, the scene where he comes down and he starts. Yeah, La Marseillaise. Mm. Like there's a, there's more charisma in that moment than is when he's just around. Because the hard part is we need to believe that she would prefer Rick. Yeah, we need to believe that you prefer that on a one-to-one level. You do, yeah. Yes. But then you see him interact with other people and how he can inspire them, and you're like, "Oh, this is that." I think the film needs us to feel her struggle, and therefore the only way to do that, if Rick comes, if, if Victor comes in too strong off the hop, I think it's really hard to want because the film needs you to want to see them end up together and then feel melancholic when he sends her away yeah, yeah. but not right. like angry with him like, not angry it's not the right decision yeah why it's happened yeah. yeah right like roger ebert he did a commentary on the like the anniversary dvd that he's was quite a, good he's a hack that guy <laughs> yeah he sure is terrible it was very helpful he felt that paul heinrich should have been better my opinion was no i think he's supposed to be a bit dull i'd agree with so you you do prefer Rick. You is that how you see it? I think I think the audience needs it's very nuanced. Yeah. And I think the audience yes. really needs to come down where we have. And if yeah. Rick's any more engaging, not Rick, if Victor's any more engaging, I think you lose the journey they need us to go on emotionally due to our alignment with Rick throughout the movie. Yeah. 
Right. That's how I've always seen it. Yeah. Oh, I really love the comedy in this in this film. Yeah, I, it's, I it's funnier than I thought it was yeah, going to be. I didn't expect that. Especially, see, Reno I love because he lays his cards on the table when he's with uh, General Strasser and he goes, they go, which side are you on? And basically he's like, well, who's gonna, who's winning right now? Yeah. And he lets you know quite easily, you know, he's the scoundrel, but he's going to go ahead and end himself in the situation that best sort of presents itself to him. And there's a bit of a wink and a smile with it. And the best example probably is the one that you came on the show with here out of the top, which was, I'm cutting this place down for gambling here's your winnings oh thank you <laughs> yeah. so good. or the bit about ripping up the, you know, the it's a game we play yeah. he, he puts I it on my tab i spend the night i rip up the tab <laughs> it's funny so there's that um any other pearls of wisdom there Reverend bruce yeah you saw the thing where uh, pro- did you talk about the fact that ingrid bergman is two inches taller no than no, Bogart? no. <laughs> yeah because there's one scene where he looks like he's five inches taller than her that means he's on a seven inch box oh, she was wow. two inches tom tom cruise than- would steal this trick years he later was, yeah. yes <laughs> so ingrid ingrid bergman uh, was two inches taller than him wow she, she's just stunningly beautiful oh, we said is. this like she's beautiful, I, oh, yeah. I haven't seen her in anything else no. but i was going like this is just like a classically beautiful woman yeah she's she's simply gorgeous and um in the age gate i mean she's not very old <laughs> she's not there she's, she, and i don't know her age but it's i'm gonna guess low <laughs> i i love the supporting actors oh uh green street the the big fellow um, oh yes who owned the blue parrot yeah 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 oh ferrari ferrari yeah ferrari yes forgot his name yeah he's really good he's funny yeah, he brought some comic relief to this yeah, he brought some yeah. comic relief yeah so it's a good supporting act you had peter lorry as ugarte ugarte who, was great Oh. He was really good. Uh, the little French pickpocket. Not was he French? You know, he was French, but the little pickpocket with a pencil mustache. Yep. Yeah. I thought he was yep. great. <laughs> and then there were only uh, three Americans in this whole movie. Wow! It was Bogart. It was Yvonne, and it was the one woman from Bulgaria with very dark hair. Yeah, oh yeah, yes, yeah. I had her name earlier, Lavisa or something like that. There was actually a fairly powerful conversation that i had forgotten about because remember she and her husband have been married eight weeks and they're trying to get out of casablanca That's it, yeah now this and, is all very underneath the radar because the haze code and things like this yeah like the insinuation and, i'm reading this with reverend bruce is that she's basically asking rick you know we're in love and is it is it wrong for is it wrong for you basically to sleep with renault to get yes. the exit visa and mm-hmm. he'll never know is that okay if we do this to save ourselves or should I tell him? That, that was my reading of it. Mm. Uh, that's precisely it because she said, if you love someone and she did a bad thing because she loved you, could you forgive her? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really powerful. It is. And you think one hand, well, I would hope Catherine wouldn't do that to me, but if you're stuck in Casablanca and you have to get out, that's a really interesting question. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. And, there's a lot of sleeping around going on to get out of Casablanca. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I actually like those morality. I don't mind actually seeing people sleeping together, but 
in film noir, it forces you to imply it rather than show it. Especially, A, because of the genre, but also be the limit, yeah. limitations because there wasn't yeah. a rating system. So you right. had to be really, um, you had to talk around it. And so mm. I was yeah. going, are they talking about what they're talking about? Yeah. And we're not giving any confirmation, which I actually appreciated for once because, you know, a character like that, she wouldn't be able to bring herself to say it. She's having a hard enough time thinking about it, but if you verbalize right. it, then it's even more real. Yeah. 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 I, like when Ingrid Bergman comes out in a nightgown, they've probably slept together. They can't show it, no. but it forces them to, to tell the story better. Uh, film noir is always that. They're always somebody sleeping together, but they have to imply it, mm, which yeah. I actually like. Huh. Yeah. Because all of those were made in the 40s. What was the Hayes Code the Hayes and the Morality code, yeah. Codes? Yeah. I actually like it because it forces you to tell a good story. It's a yeah. different form of storytelling when there's yes. so many things that you can't say. You have to right. just imply them. It's or kind of rewarding, them. though, as well. It yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's, a, more, it's a different form of storytelling. Yeah, when it makes you, can't you more engaged things. with yeah. the film, doesn't it? It's not. You're thinking. It's, 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 it's a really simple shortcut these days. They just yeah this is this is better yeah, like yeah. when they're in paris and the wine glass knocks over yeah bogart yeah it's nice um there's lots of subtleties that you wouldn't get yes. in if it was full color if they could say whatever they wanted or show whatever they wanted they have because they are limited you get lots of oh, little bits t- talking about like the script which you said was 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 funny and it is funny but also beautiful in the sense that he goes i remember the day that the germans came in they wore gray you wore blue mm. and blue dress yeah. yeah and she's retired it until they leave and i'm like yeah the film might be in black and white and so all i see is gray Mm. but this idea of a blue that's been hidden from me and why it's been hidden from me, well, forget the fact that the technology is where it is yeah, for the yeah. most part with films at this point. There were some, but not many. Oh. And, and it was it was right. To, and the, the, the other thing we talked about, Reverend Bruce, as we were going on was, I mean, this film's released in 1943. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the war's not over yet. Like, we don't know for right. sure, for sure. Now, it does talk about American isolationism, which, of course, you know, America gets into the war late December, no, December 7th. December 7th, sorry. Yeah. Well, that's the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, America yeah, gets yeah, in get and mobilizes in. troops later yeah, and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but that's yeah. what gets them in. And the idea about is everybody sleeping in New York and everybody sleeping back home. I bet you they are. And isolationism as a, a, as a commentary, I thought, wow, this is a really, really... In, in, in and of its time. It walks a line. It walks, it? Line, like, it walks yeah. a line. It walks a line at the time it's being made yeah. about what just yeah, occurred. Yeah, yeah it's good. As, as a criticism of isolationism, I think. And Catherine, Fat, she's a real internet sleuth. This was released in Germany in 1952, much later. Yeah, I could see that. And Strasser was actually German, and he had escaped the Nazis, and he plays a Nazi. Oh, wow, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh. In Katie's, uh, in the uh, Google Doc that she sent in, she puts a bunch of fun facts, so I'll just let her speak for herself she dug up all these fun things oh cool it was released in 1952 much later wow that's, in germany it's crazy yeah any other fun facts or pearls of wisdom there julie wilson was just he was a lovely character i'll say lovely he had been ooh, he had been a vaudeville actor and he did whiteface in chicago oh is this the gentleman who plays sam 
Yes, yeah, Sam. Oh, wow. He was a really delightful character. He had done Whiteface, and then he went out to California and was in this movie. Oh, we, one of the things... Something about that character, really quickly, is yeah. he was there the whole time, and while there was some sort of a power dynamic between him and Rick, the fact that it was a black character, I don't think came up once. It didn't. Which no. feels like a film that you've mentioned that has a very non- American, but global kind of perspective yes. in it, where it wouldn't be. You think, I, I think other films in the field need to go. Oh, your piano player is black. Yes, but we. What was no, the problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't address it because it just is. And you saw there was a, a, a definite friendship there. There's a warmth uh, yeah, and a very, care. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Sam's not letting him go, and he's like, "Go away! Yeah, yeah. I'm going to drink here by myself." He's like, "I'm not leaving you." Well, and not like, many people stand up to him. Even in this flashback, flashback he's the train, there too. He's like, yeah. no, get on and the he's taking care going. of him there yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. It is one of the key things about it is his piano playing is a theme that goes through the whole movie. It is his piano playing that always calms people down. Okay. Yeah, you notice how the Germans commandeer his piano. They do. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's actually that's an image I didn't even think. And about. that's an image. But the image of his piano is oh, the opening when we've got trouble, knock on wood, and he's playing, and everyone's yeah. just calmed down. Then, as time goes by, is a key song. Yeah. And is that song written for that movie? We're That's assuming we, so. We think so, it, yeah. It was. I'm pretty sure it was. And you notice how Rick gets the letters of transit and he hides them in the piano. Because no one's going to look there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that is such a central piece. That piano is just central mm-hmm. to the whole thing, except when the Germans take it, that's jarring because the they're not supposed to have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as a little FYI, as time goes by, written in 1931, but became famous when featured in the 1942 film Casablanca. So not written for... 11 years. Wow. Oh, I I forgot this. This is another fun fact she dug up. There was... Dooley Wilson was robbed of having a hit because there was some kind of actor's strike, so they couldn't put that version on the hit parade. Oh. And so the... Early, yeah, which is terrible. The earlier version by Rudy Valley was put out. Uh, I think that's what it is. I uh, don't know. I think it was. Okay. But uh, they couldn't put out his version because okay. there was some kind of strike. Yeah, his version didn't come out until 1977. Yeah. Wow. Where it reached number yeah. 15 in the British charts. Yep. Wow. <laughs> well, there's there, was, there was some reason for the delay. There was a strike wow. at the time. Jeez. So he couldn't get the royalties from it. I think it was something like that. Oh. But he's a central character because he's there in Paris. He is. Oh, one of the key things is when the scene where they're in Rick's and he notices when Ilsa walks in and you see his face just drop. Mm. Then Rick looks at Ilsa and there's this jarring music with the Mm. orchestra. Mm. You just feel the awkwardness. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is the thing that is so great about this movie 
is this is a studio movie that has told just a fantastic story. It was filmed all in Burbank, except part of it was at the Van Nuys airport. This is all a studio production. Mm. No one was paid like a star. They were all contract actors. I can't even remember who directed. It wasn't an auteur director. So when it comes to what this cost to make it, I'm guessing very low because it wouldn't have cost very much. That's what's amazing about this is that a movie this great was made in a studio. Yeah, made it's on a small very, very mo- mostly takes place in that one one kind of setting. There's kind of two. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's mainly the cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's the cast. It's the acting. It's the script. Mm. It's it seems like just a almost- bottle episode. That's yeah. the right term, isn't it? So was that? It's like a bottle episode. Well, kind of. Well, a bottle episode would have no jumps in time. You just watch it in real time as well. Uh, okay. Real time and one location. I, 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 yeah. I was oh, trying. Yeah. I was trying. Trying. No, it was close. It was close. You're on the right there. One Night Miami might, might be closer oh, to a bottle episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, but but yeah. similarly, because One Night Miami was a play first, this does feel like play-esque. It does. It because of because because most of it's dialogue yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's about characterization and it's about what the characters feel, not what happens to them. Yeah. Yeah. You could watch this four or five times. One, just watch it for the cigarette smoke, watch it for the dialogue. <laughs> oh, one other neat piece of cinematography. Did you notice how many times it looks like they're in jail with bars? I did not pick up no, on that. I didn't no. Pick it up. Several times okay. there's yeah. vertical bars. She's wearing a horizontal bar on her stripes, shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it feels like they are contained in a prison cell because, in fact, they are that, in prison. Well, that's in what Casablanca, Casablanca is. Yeah. You yes. sort of, you're sort of waiting out your sentence, but there's no rhyme or reason for how long that's going to be. Yeah. Right. And you constantly can see bars. Yeah. That's Several times. Yeah. yeah. And you see how she wears that big bowl hat that yeah. shadows her face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's dressed in uh, with a white jacket. She's got the white dress. It's nice. Yeah. That shows the shadow. You see shadows on the wall. You see the shadow of the blue parrot. Just all kinds of shadows. Mm. And that's real artistry. The close-ups... Somebody put a lot of thought into all the camera movements yeah. and the shadows. Yeah, the shadows definitely. are almost like a character. I guess when you can't rely on colors and things, you do have to put more effort into what you're like when you've got yeah. maybe limited lighting and those sorts of things. You've got to use it Make effectively. Make it more visual, yeah. yeah. Just to answer yeah. earlier question, a film directed by Michael Curtiz with a Z mm-hmm. on the end. Curtiz, but he was born Mano Kurtez Carminer, uh, Hungarian. Didn't oh. move to the States till 33. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the and that was I mean you kind of think oh I'm surprised they actually had were able to find their way into the entertainment industry but even think people like Billy Wilder who was who 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 emigrated to the United States and found his way in, and in Hollywood. And Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini also Hungarian. Yes. There we are. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. There we are. So such on and so forth. Um but I one of the ways that you can evaluate a movie is a lot of movies just have dead spots or maybe there's a movie that has three great set pieces and you're kind of bored in between. It's hard to find a bad scene. It just moves from scene to scene and it 
there's there's very few dead spots. No, there's 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 an economy in the storytelling, yeah. an efficiency, an economy. It's we're only going to bring up the stuff that really needs to happen at the end we, we actually were comparing it in our review a little bit at the end with all the double crossing yes <laughs> to pirates of the caribbean in the sense mm-hmm. that you know rick, rick knows which way the the the, the things go. but this is the one time we've been left in the dark too mm-hmm. and we don't know where he's going so uh that was quite entertaining with the economy of where we were but then also all the four sh- like, things that are just said once but pay off down the line what was really interesting is i thought the the love triangle could not exist it had to go one way or the other right and my conclusion was victor and isla ilsa 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 uh would go off together on the plane but i thought bogart um as rick would end up dying i thought he'd get shot or took away or and that's much more of the big hollywood finish you expect yeah and i didn't expect him to everything to sort of tie Just up there, walks off with his new buddy there's, great. There, there, there's a nuance and a beauty in this kind of it. melancholic un, not underwhelming but this it didn't oh. have to be a spectacle it didn't have to be this big ending because because classic hollywood would have given you two options yeah option one he gets the girl yeah option two he dies yeah those are your two options and, and they kind of went they kind of went option three he does the right thing he actively gives the girl up for the betterment of everybody yeah and he moves on to a new chapter in his life because that's what the story was yeah mm-hmm. it's nice mm. um oh a couple fun things you've got to look at this there is an alternate ending that the simpsons did oh i have seen this like, you, want, you want to walk your way through it yeah that's funny okay i'm getting ready for the service and Catherine texts it to me. It's like, I'm laughing hysterically. I'm, I'm remembering, I'm remembering it is that somebody parachutes down and uh, I'm not remembering it. <laughs> I'll have to watch it. There's an alternate ending that the Simpsons do. Oh, here's a fun plot hole. I love this at the end. Who's going to stop both Renault and Rick from getting on the plane with the others. <laughs> Yeah, those are good. Is there a flight point. attendant that's going to no. take the ticket? <laughs> no, I guess you could have gotten on, yeah. <laughs> and if you think about it, this is the Vichy government, so exit visas signed by de Gaulle would have been worthless anyway. Uh, if I, you want to find a... So another plot point is that the obviously the two guys who originally had the exit visas, the Germans on the train, surely they would already have their names and stuff signed onto them. Yeah. Whereas when they, when they yeah. get at the airport, he's like, make sure you write your name on it. It's like, would that not already have been possessed by yeah. someone else with a name on it? No. Yeah. Never mind. Because yeah. this, this was built off a play called Everyone Comes to Rick's. I said it had a play feel to you it. There yes. Yeah. It was a play called Everyone Comes to Rick's. And Roger Ebert was making a poise, point that the exit visas were actually what Alfred Hitchcock would call a MacGuffin. They're there, but they're not even important. They never show up. Yeah. So they move the exit visas, but in Vichy-controlled France, they would have been pretty worthless. The Germans could have stopped anyone from getting out that they wanted to. But you have to suspend your but, disbelief. But they, don't, but, they, but they don't go to Vichy-controlled France, because Vichy-controlled France is France proper, is it not? Yeah. Whereas, well, whereas they're going from here to Lisbon. 
Right. But Casablanca was Vichy control. Oh, correct? Is, is that still part of Vichy control? I know it's French soil. Was it part of the Vichy control? Yes. Okay. And this was, I had to look this up because I had forgotten the history is that Casablanca was, I believe, Vichy controlled France. Oh, remember at the end when Renault throws away the bottle of Vichy water? Yes. Yeah. That's symbolic of him casting, casting off, off Vichy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't I had, noted that. Yeah, I hadn't. Right. I had forgotten that. So that's an important... I had not seen that, but there... Mm. And do we know what Rick and Renault are going off to do? No. What I love about it is... You know, Rick has just become hardened and cynical and, you know, who who hasn't been at some point, but mm. they kind of get their idealism and they're going to go off to do something. They're going to be something. they're going to go be patriots. We find out yes. the word patriot is used He's yes. pay his expenses for both of them so that the wager right. will pay off the double expense. So right. they're going to go join the cause in some capacity. Yeah. What that means, right? Because they're not the leaders. The no, leader no, just no, got no. on the plane. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, but they're going to do their part. They're going to stop being the guy who looks to see who's winning or says I'm only in it for me. They're going to be part of something bigger than themselves. I yes. think because of when yep. this film comes out, I think you have to end it like that. They have to go from being people that are relatively selfish and only looking out for themselves to being people that are working for the like betterment of everyone because the war at this point isn't over. Especially, so if you teach people to just look out for themselves you might not get the ending of the war that you want that's really interesting especially if we consider what we said about the criticism of isolationism yeah. which means if you're going to go over and you know if said about every man doing their part mm-hmm. that's about not looking only after you, for yourself or yeah. who's going to win but it's going there's a bigger thing at stake everybody needs to chip in for your voices to overpower the german voices if i can go back to yeah. the piano scene for an example there so no it's a it's mm-hmm. a, it's a salient point it is yeah. And we were talking, we don't really know why Rick ended up in Paris, do we? No. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff about his backstory that's thrown at us really quickly. Yes. He's on the run. He's on a blacklist. I know that much. Yep. Yep. But that's about all we know. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't much left to live for, has he? I think that's why Mm -hmm. when she points the gun at him, he's like, go for it. It solves a couple of my issues, doesn't it? Also the fact that he's in love with this girl and can't bring himself to let her leave again. No, no, no. But like, he's, he's obviously lost quite Especially a lot if you're rick if you unpack this if you're rick they've actually what's fallen in your lap is you you can make the singular decision mm. to screw over victor and to get the girl yeah that is in your lap and that puts the burden that's like trolley car right it puts the burden of that not on the universe but on you yeah mm. and if, if and do you want to be an agent fault anymore in this yeah and so the her shooting him takes that choice out of his hands true yeah, or she true. could just pick them up and that. take them then. Yeah. See, it is a film because I watched it once. And I, okay, a second watch would make me go, yeah. oh, what about this, 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 and this? Yeah, but yeah. We, I do like it when we get to watch it. Kind of like, like old school BFE. Yeah. And yeah. go, here's my immediate <laughs> thoughts. I've just finished watching it. Yeah. Yeah. So there we are. Um, any, any other pearls of wisdom before we move on to the end game, Reverend Bruce? <laughs> those, those are the key ones. Anything okay. else I think I will put, like favorite scene, that kind of thing, I think. Think, I think those are the main ones that I wanted to bring up. Excellent. Oh, nice. So in that case, 
We're in the end game now. And we are in the end game now. Reverend Bruce, you're aware you've got extra responsibilities as the BFF of the BFE, which means you guys come up with this week's random word. Oh, um, blue, uh, blue parrot. Blue parrot. There we are. <laughs> blue parrot. Have fun with that, folks. I put I blue dress or Paris. Oh, did you? Or Paris. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've got a... Mm. How weird is that? Blue parrot it is. It's pretty random. So it I look is forward. Or how about... Oh, how about crying note? Remember when she gives him... <laughs> yeah. The, cry, oh, here's a better one. Crying note. Okay, Re- 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 Reverend Bruce is overruling Reverend Bruce. So okay. Yeah, I am. Cry- I meant to bring... Isn't that a great scene? They're in the rain. Oh, she writes oh, it's it's really, crying, it is really good. We talked, yeah. Crying note. Crying yes. note. Liam's got yes. on his thing. What do you have here? You, uh, Casablanca. Blue dress Paris. Uh, give that to me. I'm getting old. Uh, tra- rain train station left alone. Letter. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like it's like, like a whole Scrabble game going on. On your sheet there. That's my favorite scene. Is it? Yes. All right. So that is our random word. Uh, the money, money, money. Let, now uh, this money, is money, money, money. this is old school. So the money is going to be a little bit different from what we're used to per se. Three pound fifty. So I'm just yes, that's exactly. It. <laughs> I'm just trying to bring up what we have here for the money. I had okay. So the budget is between eight hundred hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars and a million like it's somewhere in that region okay yeah what do we think it takes home at the box office four million four million six six million reverend bruce five million see in a sense kind of what did you say georgia Four. Yeah, you're all kind of right because there's no definitive answer. They're guessing between three point seven and six point nine. Wow! <laughs> so everybody's a winner. Everybody wins. Yeah. Right. Kind of like in Casablanca, everybody, everybody wins, wins. <laughs> except for General Strasser. <laughs> uh, so there is that. Uh, the awards. It does win three Oscars. It wins three. I mean, want to have a guess? Uh, uh, cinematography. Cinematography. Screenplay. Is not, screenplay is one of the that wins. Yeah. Man. Oh, it was Best Picture. Best Picture it wins. Yep. And there's one more. Best Actor? No, not Best Actor. It was up for Best Actor for Humphrey Bogart, but does not win. Oh, what was the third one then? The third one? Oh, sorry. It was nominated for Best Nominated for Best Cinematography, Black and White. Oh, okay. But uh, the big thing would be uh, the other winner was Best Director. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I get, getting the most out of what's available. To, it's really yeah. hard to separate. I, someone always, yeah. what's the difference between Best Director and Best Picture? It's really hard to figure that out. Mm. Because how do you determine a director by getting the most, you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah. overall visionary for, for, for the creative process? Yeah. So such is. Anyway. Um, then we've got, uh, oh, oh, who would you cast as who? <laughs> who would you cast as who? Hmm. Well, I think I looked like the first girl that just gets chucked out, but I feel like I would have to be. Margaret? Ilsa. Oh, I'd put you as the Hungarian girl who's got the dilemma. Oh, yeah. 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 Probably. Kind of like, you know, a little naive. I'm not that naive anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but a little, okay, maybe a little wrestling with the world. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Liam, you're probably Bogart. Do you think? I think you probably are. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty cool, calm, and collected in certain times. Your wasp's face, the um, Renault. 
Juan Reno. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend Bruce can be Victor, the leader of the movement. No, don't. He's too boring. Is he too boring? Oh, no, I get to be Reno, who's like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flip flopping, twisting my mustache. No, you know who I probably am. He's so good. Sam. Shame. Sam? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh. And chilling, but actually get, have, has got everyone's back. Oh, Play it again, Georgia. Yeah. Play it again. I'll, t- I'll be Laszlo. I-, I am kind of dull in some ways. All evidence here to the contrary. You are a leader of people, my friend. Yeah. That yeah. is what it's about. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, whose story is it? Um, it's Rick's, really, isn't it? I think. I don't know. Because everything happens Because of our time. alignment, it's Rick's. Yeah. yeah. But if you wanted to but, tell me it's Victor's, yeah, I'll listen to that. You want to tell me it's hers, I'll listen to that. Everything is pointed towards them getting to their final destination, isn't it? The movie starts and ends with them arriving and leaving. Yeah. I'm going to say Rick and Ilsa. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to pick one, it would be Rick. I would have liked to have been more involved with Victor's headspace outside of that meeting that he goes to that gets canceled. You don't really get anything. And that thing where he sits down beside her and goes, were you lonely? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, and you want to tell me? And she goes, no, he doesn't push. No. And later he says he says to Rick, basically, look, I know we're both two men, both in love with the same woman, and has that conversation. There's no antagonism about it. No, it's just the. It, but he's really calm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be. Don't know. Don't know. And when he says to her, "I love you very much," it's very calm and almost boring, and you're wondering, does he? Yeah. But he does, but in a very measured way. The, the, very different than yeah, me. the irony of it. She's with this great, you know, charismatic leader of people, but, but he's individually. Stronger, he's he, stronger because of her, though. Oh, and, and that's, what, that's what Victor, not Victor, that's what uh, uh, Rick says to, yeah, yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, He needs you. Yeah. Or else none of this happens. Mm. Um, what is the story? I think we've talked about what the story is here. Georgia, role of women. It's pretty good, isn't it? I like it. I like I like. Well, I mean, outside of what's her name? It gets cast aside. What's her name? Margaret. Yvonne? Yvonne. 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 Yeah, no, she gets cast as... I mean, she is quite clearly quite drunk. Yep. I thought so she she's... was going to have a bigger part than what she had. You know, she sort of comes in in the beginning. Yeah. And then comes in at the end, but not really anything and at if, all. If you look at it, he it's, it's Rick's girlfriend, but he obviously doesn't care that much about her. No. Yeah. No, and he casts her sort of, he yeah. says, I never make plans that far in advance. And yeah. he's just, yeah. Um, and he doesn't drink. He's, he's very solitary. Yeah, he is. Very, very solitary. Like he's in his own purgatory here. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to get That's over That's what Ilsa, Casablanca is. It's purgatory. Okay. You either you either get to Lisbon and you get out. Or you die. Or you, you die there. Or you go to jail. Or you go to jail. Yeah, yeah fair enough. That's what that is. I've been and, looking and for that bulb- metaphor all evening. The dark-haired woman with the Bulgarian who they wanted to get out. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah, yeah. Because she's struggling. She's going, I can fix this for us, and but in order yes. to do it, I've got to give up some some morality. And she's got the agency. Yes. Now, he kind of takes it out of her hand in, in, in a kindness. Um, she's asking him to. Yeah. She's asking him to go, please help me with this. Yeah. So, so the decision isn't solely on my back. No, agreed. agreed. Now, I think she's the Literally. daughter of one of the... <laughs> She's a I think she's the daughter of one of the studio people. Oh, is she really? She was really good in it, actually. I yeah, thought. Yes, was there was a likability about her. She was quite good. Yeah, yeah, I liked her. Uh, best character. I like Sam. Sam. Yeah. You always go for that kind of like off, 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 off the track. Yeah. Like, I just, who's uh, your main characters? Yeah, I'm not having them. 
was there a dog somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> or, or who's that person who we can, oh, I know, who's the, the guy playing the piano? So, uh, Eddie the famously piano. always predicted my favourite character in the Disney films. Non-speaking, non-speaking psychic. psychic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam. Ilsa. I liked Ingrid. I thought she was phenomenal. My favourite shot is him lifting the chin with her with the hat. I mean, just as far as that goes. I think um, she played the part really, really well. She's being really good. Too, too damselly. She wasn't. She's she was, really good. Sometimes I think the classic Hollywood, the actresses aren't that great. She's fantastic. She's brilliant. Yeah. And she pops on screen. And when she's beside Bogart, someone like Humphrey Bogart, you think, you know, you're drawn to him. But with her on the screen, you're actually drawn to her as well. Yep. There's a, oh, Reverend Bruce, did you pick up on the soft focus, though, every time she was on screen? Yes. Oh my word! It was like everybody else yes. shot kind of a bit, a bit more, Spongy. a bit more clear. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's just soften that up. Yeah. Even when there's two of them in the same shot, the person in the background yeah. who wouldn't be her would be in in focus, and she'd just be a little bit soft. There's that only, had to be in the contract. There's only one scene where he goes soft, and that's when that devolved. De, 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 dissolve. Just saw the flashback. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for the flashback. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the way she looks at him, she kind of paints him with her eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Liam, favorite character? Oh, you said that already. You yeah. Said. Reverend Bruce, favorite character? Uh, definitely Rick. I knew he was going to pick Rick. Oh, yeah, because I'm kind of a straight shooter. I like someone who's just a real straight shooter, a bit sarcastic. I love it. Yeah. You tend, lead, you tend to pick characters you can feel a gravitational pull towards. Yeah. And, a, yep. Theorist called Christopher Metz, who came up with the idealized self that we ide- mm-hmm. we identify and project ourselves onto people because they get to be the versions of ourselves we don't. They get to do the right thing or get the girl or save the day or whatever that might be that we don't get satisfaction for in our own lives. We see that on screen and therefore we get that fulfillment vicariously. <laughs> what does that say about me always picking the side character? <laughs> <laughs> My boss, my boss, she was observing one of my lessons I was talking about. She goes, what does it say about me that like, I'm, my favorite character is Jessica Jones and all she does is like beat people up and do drugs. I'm like, it suggests you're feeling rather repressed, I guess. <laughs> What's it say about me? I tend to pick the women. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> um, I don't know who I pick. I guess. I know who you'd pick. Who's that? You'd pick Reno. See, I'm torn between you, Rick and Reno. You, I am. I am. You are. You're torn between Rick and Reno because you're torn between Rick because you like how um, the, the more he's two. He's the same coin with two different sides. Yeah, yeah. He has to be one thing one minute, and he has yeah. to be in, and he's good on the other other side of it. You like Reno because of the comedic parts of it, yeah. and he's very similar in the way the characters are. Probably. With each other. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. They both flip. They both flip flop. So I have no more That's why I I can be bought. He will pick what is best for him and and him alone. And you can do that at patreon.com slash BFE. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I I, I don't know. Uh, But but, but I do. I do. uh, Yeah, those are my favorite too. So I'll I'll sort of sit with a tie there. But I'll I'll, I'll go 60-40 Reno. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you would. I just really, I thought he brought, you think he's one thing and then he's just like, here's your winnings. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm sitting down for it turns out you have gambling going on. <laughs> um anybody oh sorry, um best best moment, best element? I really like the like the camera work and the choice of like costuming and light that like properly shows off the story. I think it's great. 
So the visual aesthetic generally kind of yeah. overall. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's cool. I get that. Uh, my best element or best moment was Reverend Bruce picked up on it as the rain and the and the note and the note. Yeah, the fact that the, that was fading. Yeah, as you he know, was reading it, you know. Just to go back to Doris for a minute, like you're not. This is a stylish looking film. Yeah, this is a beautiful looking it's a film. Beautiful film. Yeah, yeah. Reverend Bruce. My favorite scene is the one at the plane. Okay. The mist. That, yeah, the mist, and then the Nazi shoots up and he shoots him, and you're because you're not quite sure what's going to happen. You think you Renault might turn him in. That's so good. Yeah, and then oh, the greatest line of all: round up the usual suspects. Yes, <laughs> which must be must be the the the, the namesake, yeah, if yes. you will, for for said film. Yep. Yeah, Which yeah. you can find on the Best Film Ever archives. Go look for it on Podbean. <laughs> uh, bestfilmever.podbean.com. Look for The Usual Suspects. Yeah. But I remember the first time I saw it, you don't know what Renault is going to do. You don't. No, you don't. You think you, you don't know. on him completely, don't you? Yeah. 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 And then, oh, good. Round up The Usual Suspects. Yeah. You can only see that once. It's, oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the Marseille scene. Mm. it's a scene where the germans have occupied the piano yeah Yeah. you know they've taken over the cafe in many ways and they've been like they've we're coming they've they've perverted it they've bastardized it and made it something it wasn't before Mm. and especially if you want to get sort of symbolic and go it's you know the cafe american right Mm. so you know it's the american cafe and the germans are what is the threat if we don't if we don't go down this road and so victor van leading you know he's not french but he no. leads the french people and yeah. there's a couple of shots of like of like the barmaid and she's just like like weeping yes. as they're singing it all these mm-hmm. little people and individually that's what song is we, we do musical theater that's we what do. song is individually you, your impact can be somewhat limiting maybe but you put all the voices together and what can you do what a sound you can make yeah so that's that, that's me love that scene. that's cool grumble georgia yeah i was thinking okay. um i we we do this in the same order every yeah, week I know, and, I, <laughs> and every week i forget um i don't know i don't think i've got one really okay no liam um how come you 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 did have a thing with the pace yeah there was because you pe- felt it was a bit slow yeah in places for me but also why use a plane a model in the first bit and then use a real plane at the end <laughs> why don't you just use a real plane at the beginning rather than the model maybe the plane that had to be the one landing which was the nazi plane maybe you don't actually have like a flying ver- i have no idea it just seems odd to use a model for one bit and then use a plane weather maybe an availability it, it was a shot on that much because the nazi plane is a very specific type of plane and they did couldn't get hold of that type of plane i don't know I don't know either, but I just wish they'd pick one or the other. Okay. Georgia, you did go kind of, oh, I got something. Yeah. Uh, a couple of times, because of the accents in the film, I struggled to hear what they were saying. Okay. But that, that's it. Reverend Bruce? There are very few. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, you're not wrong. Does it, does it bother us how many people are sleeping around to get out of Casablanca, or is that just the way it is? That's just the way it is. Yeah. I'm not really too. Yeah. My grumble is that that's the way it had to be. But the movie portrayed it accurately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that I can't find one shows 
how almost flawless this is. I originally was going to grumble about how boring Victor Laszlo was, but I think <laughs> you didn't talk out of it. I think he's supposed to be. You convinced yeah. me. Yeah. I wasn't sure coming in. I think he's supposed to be. I hadn't considered it as a construct until you brought it up. But the minute you brought it up, I went, huh. I love when people ask me questions. Yeah. So I go, huh, on top of that. Let's, let's sort of talk through that. So that was my grumble coming in, but it went away. You convinced me. My grumble, and I understand why it's here for a storytelling perspective, but I mentioned it when we went through the full review, was um, we have the flashback from Rick's perspective. And she comes in and kind of tells her story. And I'm like, oh, we're going to flashback from her perspective. And no, she just talks. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a lot. And I'm trying to keep track of it all. The first time you watch this, I'm like, okay, okay, what, what was, oh, okay. And I think I could have used with some other, even some visual, even some sort of visual. Two or th- like not a yeah. huge thing, but just a small thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And give me that. And um, that might have caused less frustration. I'm supposed to be frustrated because I'm with Rick. I understand that, but uh, that might be mine. It's, it's, it's a very minor thing. It's a very, very minor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody's best role ever? I haven't I've, seen, I've seen so little of everybody, so I've I wouldn't seen, be able I've to. Seen very little, yeah. I liked Bogart better in this than I liked him in Angels with Dirty Faces. I'll say that much. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Although I, I prefer Angel with Dirty Faces. As a film. As a film. Okay. It's had more of an impact on me as a kid. Sure. But, Even though it was serious looking at you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, is that? I, I go ahead. No, I was going to say I think it's both Bogart's and Bergman's best from what I've seen. Well, you've seen more of it. We have. Yeah. It seems like yeah, not yeah. a lot, but I. This is the one that made Bogart a star. I think it's his best. Here's the question: What's the most quotable line from this movie? And all the gingers. That's the a great one. All the ginger. Oh yes, yeah, that one. But- because I had no idea that was from this, because I've seen it referenced so many times. I had no idea it was from this film. That's the one like, I always go to. Like here's what you kids but said the most. Yeah. I'm a big fan of of, of, of endings, though. So, the, you know, the, the start of a beautiful friendship. friendship. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that parody as well. Which, actually, so which actually, if we consider this, this is a very unbrick thing to say. It is. Because it's very emotive. And yeah. actually, it kind of maybe it's the idea that he's dropped because he would he would oh, he he didn't believe in 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 friendship. No, because he drank alone. He wouldn't drink with anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he was very isolated in his power structures, and to leave that, and then to say start of a beautiful and then the the emotive adjective English teacher in the house, beautiful, right? Yeah, and I think it shows a, a clear progression in his character. Yeah, he's like starting anew, isn't he? He's he's, he's yeah. Closed, he's I think he was mourning the, her, and he let her go. Chapter. And he's yeah. yeah, he's closed it. He's been. I mean, if we go back to the purgatory sort of thing, like he's found his way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's no longer being punished or, or punishing himself. Yeah, or or entrapped by his bitterness. No, exactly. Over the situation, yeah. he's free. Yep. We don't yeah. talk about the, the the prison cells. His his sentence is up. He is now a free man. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Very. That's my favorite line. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's that time, Georgia. I hope you've got it ready because yep. here we go. Uh, which button is? It? I think it's this one. I never wanna hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? Age game, age game. Let's all play the age game Yay. this week. Playing the part of Ethan will be Georgia. Georgia, <laughs> what do you have for us? Uh, okay, first, so I've got Humphrey Bogart. This is hard because you got the, the distance and time as well. They said in the movie 37, right? No way. 
I'm adding 20 years on that. You're going 57? I'm going 57. Okay. I will go 41. Ooh. Remember? 45. Well, he died aged 57, but he was at 43 when they filmed. Ah, so we we split that one there. There we go. Yeah. He's just got an old old face, doesn't he? I'm 42. And I'm like... You you guys look the same age. (laughs) (laughs) He had the Karen as well. (laughs) He did, he did. (laughs) What else we got? Uh, Up next is Ingrid Bergman. Oh, 10 years ago, she was getting braces. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Reverend Bruce told me she was young. Yeah. So I'm going to go before Reverend Bruce because he's got an idea and I don't want to leech off his concept. Uh, I'm going to go 26. I'm going to go 21. Wow. Reverend Bruce? I don't know for sure. I'm going 22. Ian was closest, 27. Wow. Get in oh. there. Yep. So he was 43 and 16 years? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and up next we have got Claude Rains. Which one was he? He was at Renault. Oh, Renault. Oh, Renault. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, he's hard. He is. 50. Nah, younger. Yeah, you're right. 40. 47. 53. What? Ah. He amazing. <laughs> I have found my niche. It is pre-1950 cinema. <laughs> he amazing. Stop the game now. <laughs> Much older than him. Wow. Uh, yeah, and then lastly, we've got uh, Dooley Wilson, Sam. Wow, okay. Um, hmm. He was always there in the back. Brown, but he didn't get he a ton was. of close-ups, no. did he? 53. 40. <laughs> I do have a fun fact about him is that he was hoping he would make enough in Hollywood to buy a house. I think he did four or five films that enabled him to buy a house in Los Angeles. So I think he's a little older. I'm going to say 57. Reverend Bruce gets it. He was 56. Wow. Nice job. Well done. There we go. So that was our age game. Thanks for hitting up with that. And you got double duty because now we're going to the critics. Yeah. The critics. What did they have to say about this? I must say that it was a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It meets all the meeting that there was ever to meet. (laughs) What do you got for us for critics? So I have got uh, Sheila Johnston from the Daily Telegraph who says uh, there are some of the very finest character actors that Warner Brothers could muster and a rich, detailed screenplay studded with an indecent, sorry, no, indecent number number of sparklingly quotable lines is a movie to play again and again and again. Uh, then Stephen D. Uh, Gray Dennis from Decent Films, which I guess is an off branch of us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do that next level down. <laughs> Decent Films uh, says uh, the world's favorite Hollywood love story is all the more romantic because it doesn't exalt romantic love above all. Uh, and then our good friend Roger Ebert. Ebs. Uh, says, uh, seeing the film over and over again, years up, year after year, I find it never grows over familiar. It plays like a favorite musical album. The more I know it, the more I like it. The black and white cinematography has not aged as color would. The dialogue is so spare and cynical, it's not grown old-fashioned. 
most of the emotional effect of Casablanca is achieved by indirection. As we leave the theatre, we are absolutely convinced that the only thing keeping the world from going crazy is that all the problems of these three people do, after all, amount to more than a little hill of beans. <laughs> I'll tell you what, bang on with the comment about how black and white makes it ageless. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Ebert He's was, good, Ebert was he? good, wasn't he? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so I put out a fleece, as I'm known to do, and what came out is Casablanca. Great film, good film, okay film, or poor film. 53% of the vote, great film. Uh, 21 each for good and okay, and only 5% said poor film. I'd be very curious, uh, you know, that must be a Fast and the Furious kind of uh, aficionado there. <laughs> Not enough things going boom. (laughs) So there we go. Georgia, do you have the Patreon voice there? I do, yeah. Uh, So I have got uh, Chris Peterson, who says, I've been wanting to watch Casablanca for many years now, but never really got round to it. With it being so ingrained in pop culture and film history, I didn't know much about the plot or anything about it. I was very unsure if I would like this or not, but was pleasantly surprised. Casablanca is an extraordinary and near-perfect film. The cinematography is just fantastic. The music is brilliantly done and every song fits perfectly with every scene it's placed in. The screenplay is one of the best out there. It's no wonder like lines like uh, here's looking at you kid and we'll always have Paris are so quotable. It's a definite must watch for anyone that hasn't seen it and I can't believe I waited so long before I managed to watch it but I'm glad that I have. Well said Chris. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Yeah. Uh, next one we've got uh, Ian Davies who making it so <laughs> who says although I'd never seen this film before I knew a lot of the lines from it it's been well parodied over the years my favourite being an episode of Red Dwarf it's really good to see where it all came from thanks for picking this I really enjoyed it hey it's all it's all the Reverend Bruce thanks Reverend Bruce from yeah. Ensign Ian Davies oh yeah. my goodness your wife has written me an essay <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, she went to town on this she loves this film <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. I if I stumble over this, it's yeah. Cool. Right, okay. So Case McRae says some of the things that I really appreciate about the film Casablanca, stellar cast, witty dialogue, cinematography, especially the lighting. I absolutely love the performances of Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman. They have great chemistry. Rick has such a witty dialogue. He's so diplomatic with a side of sarcasm and deadpan humour. Ilsa is stunningly beautiful and so skillful with her facial expressions. Her face is mesmerising. You can truly believe that she is in love with Rick. I love her, how her eyes glisten with tears and how she searches his face for her, uh, with her eyes so lovingly. I am so impressed with the use of lighting and shadows in this film, especially with the actors' faces and the sets. I also love Sam, the piano player, a close friend of Rick. I love the relationship between Sam and Rick. You can tell that they really care about each other. I like how Sam's music lightens the mood and distracts everyone from the tension created by war. I like how the melody is, melody of As Time Goes By is woven throughout the score representing Rick and Ilsa's relationship. Excuse me. <coughs> Renault has some of the funniest lines as well. He and Rick had a very entertaining relationship. They would tend to speak in code. I love the scene when Ronald shouts, I'm shocked, shocked that gambling is going on in here. <laughs> and someone comes up to him handing money and says, here's your winning set. And Ronald says, why, thank you. And walks off with the money. <laughs> the first time I saw this film, it kept me guessing how it would end and what would happen between Rick, Renault, Ilsa and Lazlo. The ending is amazing. Fun facts. I love the fact that Bergman is two inches taller than Bogart. I've heard that he had to stand on boxes or sit her on cushions so he looked taller than her. Uh... I think it's funny that people misquote play it again, Sam. In the movie, it's play it once, Sam, or play it, Sam. I still prefer yeah. play it again, Sam. It sounds better. It does. It does. It's one of those Mandela <laughs> things, it is. isn't it? It is. Yeah. 
I also love how the Luke, cast. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how the cast of this um, movie had only three Americans in the cast: so Humphrey Bogart, Julie Wilson, and uh, Joy Page, who was the young Bogart and Nudie Red. Um, all the rest are immigrants and real refugees. The timing of when Casablanca was released is very interesting in history. Uh, it was right after the real Pearl Harbor when the US then decided to enter World War II. It was not released in Germany until 11 years later in 1952, so the war was far over. And then she gives some quotes that she really likes. So here's looking at you, kid. We'll always have Paris. Play it again, Sam. Um, round up the usual suspects. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship and several more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll always have Paris. We didn't talk about that one enough. Yeah. That was, that, that, that's absolutely a good one. And I didn't know the, 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 the etymology of that. I didn't know where it started. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was good to see sort of what that means and go, ah, okay, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of that in this. Yeah, a lot of things we go, like, oh, this is yeah. where it's from. The, yeah. the, the Godfather, it's the same thing. All these yeah. things I, I knew but didn't know what it was from. Yeah. She watched it with me five times this week. Wow. That's how much she liked it. That wow. is commitment, that my is. friend. I watch Definitely. it once. But but that tells you how good it is. She's liked it better each time. Yeah. It takes a special kind of film, especially for, 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 for a person to be able to watch it five times. There's some I could. There's some I could. I'm not sure I could watch it like five times on, on the trot. <laughs> but, but no. Um, yeah, there are films I could. And so that's... Uh, those mm-hmm. are special films. <laughs> so, uh, from the fledgling Phantom, I don't imagine there's going to be a whole lot. Our, our, our classic ones don't. We've got... My sister, who says, great film, but my ex-boyfriend, Ian, remember Skip, was in love with this film, and I must have watched it two dozen times in the 14 months we were together, so wow. I haven't seen it in 14 years. Looking forward to rewatching with Kara tonight. Hashtag play it again, Sam. Hashtag wrong quote, Kirsty. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag may... Ben... Maybe not right away, Skip. Oh, okay. Uh, Russell the Post, he says, haven't seen it. I will be listening, though, <laughs> and looking forward to hearing Reverend Bruce again. So there you go. You got Absolutely. some fans out there, Reverend Bruce. We've got uh, Poet Laureate, Dwayne Smith. Uh, Dwayne Smith. Who says, when I was younger, but when I watched a lot of old films musicals together, I'm pretty sure Casablanca was one of them, but I remember nothing about it. For that reason, I cannot vote again this week. Of course I will listen, though. Fingers crossed for next week. Uh, it's a musical. Danny says, I have to ditto exactly this. I've watched it. In my memory, it's okay, but been too long to fairly vote. Maybe that's damning in itself. Uh, the recasted podcast. <laughs> wait, Dan, Dwayne Smith to go. I'm assuming he didn't watch it with my mom, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, recasted podcast said, never seen it. Ashamed to say, Carlo. Low, 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 low. Says, whoa, a true masterpiece. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Easily on my top 10 films of all time. Bogart is amazing. Watch out for the scene with La Marseillaise. So there we go. Yeah, good. Tom says, pretty much I have to say, lay within my pin tweet. I don't. I, Tom, I don't really know what to yeah, say he, about he, your pin tweet. He oh, should be up there, yeah. He's pinned a, a, a tweet of Casablanca. <laughs> oh and is it one of the greatest films of all time so there we go very highly regarded by 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 tom should i read the whole thing out as far as films i'll read the first bit as far as films go uh casablanca has a lot to offer it's got romance suspense intrigue and subterfuge action drama and yes even nazis this really is when my love for films began i thought i was getting a projector so i could view the latest summer uh, action flicks in a manner akin to being in a theater what i found much to my surprise 
uh, was it watching old black and white films on a big screen that quickly grabbed my attention. It's where my love for classic film began and when I really started paying attention to Casablanca. Uh, Thanks nice. a lot, Tom. Yeah. And then I think finally, I'm just going back a few screens, the Force 5 movie podcast is Casablanca is a masterpiece so that's it for them uh do we have what do we have for our ratings so our ratings liam you're first up i'm first up okay yeah you 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 did you know stumble upon it here on earlier about the pacing for me um i did struggle at certain places i do love the humor (laughs) which i weren't expecting i love the quotes because they're things that i know of um the cinematography is brilliant and ingrid bergman well she blew me away more so than everybody else i thought she was amazing so with that in mind oh and and the special effects i know they weren't that great but i quite (laughs) i quite appreciated them yeah there's a a little bit of fun there's a charm there there's a charm yeah um so i'm gonna give it um a strong eight blue dresses not seen <laughs> wow eight blue dresses put not away. seen on the screen there we go georgia i really enjoyed this i i think we've said it i had no idea what this was i knew the title of the film i know it was highly regarded i knew that it was a very old film but that was it i didn't know anything else about casablanca and i really really enjoyed it um so yeah i am going to give it nine witty punchlines that i haven't thought of out of ten there we go now if if at the the halfway point if rick had looked down at his wrist and put a razor blade there and taped it up (laughs) would you have stopped watching that yes okay there we go i just want to i just want to make sure it's not just uh, specific to that uh reverend bruce Okay, first of all, I have to recant of all the tens I've given. (laughs) (laughs) You can't. can't, They're in there. They're in stone. Uh, Can I do like another Ash Wednesday to recant (laughs) of them? (laughs) I have a feeling this is Reverend Bruce. Welcome to his 10 talk. (laughs) I'm getting used to the scale. Yeah. The others should probably be nines. (laughs) (laughs) Like Noted. chariots of fire should be a nine this is probably the highest rated movie i've seen but of all people i should know nobody and nothing's perfect so i'm going to give this 9.5 really Ooh, that's not bad because i don't think yeah. 10, i don't think 10 means perfection no i just think 10 is the because something's got to be worthy of a 10 it could be yeah. so whatever yeah. that top layer of film is for you the elite of the elite the hallowed ground but only a few make it to if it's that then i got no problem with with, with people giving tens out yeah then this would be a 10 because right, to me i just think this is almost flawless. Like I wouldn't put Citizen Kane as a 10. Yeah. Okay. Fair I, I would put this as a 10. I just think it's fantastic because of the dialogue and things that I've said. Now, the most gratifying part is seeing how much you all like it. <laughs> no, because it, the real test is on a first watch. Yeah. And someone yeah. just really enjoy it. That says a lot because there's an awful lot of subject. Anyone who sees it knows that this is a great film. 
in so many ways. So here's my 9.5. This is good. 9.5 unfiltered camel cigarettes with a shimmering <laughs> cloud of smoke. Hey, nice. now, 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 are you going 9.5 or are you going 10, buddy? I'm going to go 10 there because go. <laughs> by your definition of yeah. 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I I can think of maybe two or three others I might give a 10, but I, I'm not sure. Because I think a 10 it's, has to be on the scale available to us or else we should just yeah. things at a nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. this lower the others this would be my 10 <laughs> can't do I that but we to. can give this 10 as well so there we go yeah so it, it's no grease but you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah or crow <laughs> when he said you you're the- gambling back here don't make me laugh <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cigarette smoke that yeah. pushes over the it's top great. to a 10 it's great uh i'm i'm gonna harken back to my own words which is, this isn't best film ever. Sorry, this is best film ever. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, this isn't, uh, there's, one, that in. there's one for the end of the year, real jeez. <laughs> um, this isn't a uh, favorite film ever. This is best film ever. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, um, cause I, I did really like it, but I had, I think, a number in my head. And as I sat here, I went, no, no, this is a better film than that. Yeah. I'm just rating it on. I don't know the the because because there are elements of this which aren't my wheelhouse typically it's it, it it's a love story which isn't typically my bend yeah but you look at it and there's such a complex I love something that's simple and yet complex oh yeah that's exotic but yet ridiculously relatable mm-hmm. and it does all these things simultaneously and it allows yourself much like will and chris and jada <laughs> it allows me to project myself onto these circumstances and kind of go well where does that actually fix like i said i think we've all been in a situation where you fall in love with the wrong person mm-hmm. or you wish I, didn't, I wish i didn't love you so much which you know how much how powerful is that line in hindsight when you mm-hmm. know she's 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 married and going i gotta let you go yeah so as a result of this, I am going to go with nine discarded bottles Ooh, of Vichy water nice. out of ten, mm, nice. which I just pulled out at the last moment. <laughs> so, yeah, you're better at that than I am. <laughs> to be fair, I do generally, I should be thinking more about it, but I'm too busy trying to like engage with whoever's talking. <laughs> yeah. I should just be going, you guys just let me know when you're done. I'm going to write my number down. Uh, so, Georgia, where did the Patreon land on this? Uh, yeah, so we have got uh, three votes. Obviously, we've got a fourth, but Reverend Bruce has got his own vote. Yeah. So, uh, we had a seven and eight, uh, seven and nine and ten, which puts us at 8.6. 8.6. Is that 8.6 repeating? Yes. So, that was 8.7. Because you round up, rather than round down. Well, I mean, I want 8.66 to. is closer to 8.7 than it is to 8.6. I know. I. I, I, I teach like early <laughs> I, do, I do know how rounding works so that's very high yeah that's very very high it's given us it's gonna be definitely in that elite sort of group off the top of my head top top echelons isn't it yeah it is it's gonna be I don't know, I don't know, just shy of nine out of ten it'll be somewhere like 8.91 or something like that mm-hmm. yeah which is right right up there that's rarefied air mm-hmm. so uh and i think justified hey reverend bruce thank you because yeah. i don't i don't know if i necessarily would have gone out of my way to try and schedule this which is a shame because there are some great films and the older films and just like we, i was glad we did citizen kane and what everyone's always talked about it now i've seen it yeah, yeah. casablanca i now feel like i have access to a conversation i did not have previously yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So there we go. And, and, and we're going to go on a run of some blockbuster movies in the summer. So this is good for our credibility. Catalog. Without me bringing it to the table. There we go. So we want to thank, of course, Reverend Bruce Woo! for joining us today. Uh, we also want to thank the rest of our Patreon backers. Julene, Hermes, Dwayne Smith, Katie, sometimes called Catherine, but not Kitty McRae. Yeah. Ian Davies, <laughs> Lita Oberholzer, Chris Peterson, Randall, what's your handle? Silva, the Yeet Meister, and Nate the Great. Thank you so much yeah, for you. helping keep the lights on here at the Studio of Awesomeness. If you want to be like Reverend Bruce, if you want to come on, choose the movie, share some thoughts about cinema at large or the what's going on in the world as it might be going exactly, on yeah. patreon.com slash bfe for as little as three pounds you can help support the pod or we've got tiers available for as, as involved as you want to get go ahead take a look up there may is still up for grabs but if not we're gonna go with julene again who's very excited so yeah. that would be great so i've gotten my notes cue georgia thank you there we go. Because we need to reveal what we're doing next week, and it couldn't be any further, further from 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 Casablanca. Mm. Drum roll. I'm ready. Okay, so what might be the opposite, or as far removed? An animation. Well, I'll tell you what. Play it again, Sam. We're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about doing things for the man. But damn the man. <gasps> damn the man. And my name's not Warren. We are going to be doing Empire Records next week. That is one of my favorites. In honor of Rex Manning Day, which happens, we release this on Tuesday, the following Friday. So somewhere halfway between the two Tuesdays, Rex Manning Day. Oh, so man. we're going to do I'm going to be on a Empire <laughs> Records. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to say School of Rock and got really excited. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. No, we are doing Empire Records, which oh, is a... Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger, Liv Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. And, uh, 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 oh, what's Maxwell Caulfield? Oh, what's the guy's name? His brother's the host of, of, of Australian Survivor. Um, oh. Not, not Jeff Probst, the other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> oh, that's going to bug me. Anyway, I'll remember it later. Yeah. So Anthony LaPaglia, there it is. So please join us next week as we go ahead and go down that avenue with Empire Records, back when people bought music. This inspired me to open my own record shop. Did it really? Yeah, I love this film. Oh, so some good personal stories next yeah, week then. Yeah, yeah, So once again, thank you so much, Reverend Bruce. I hope you had a great time. We had a great time having you on once again. Absolutely. This was fantastic and a great film. Next, here's looking at you, kids. Here's looking yeah. at, hey, hey. <laughs> next time, you got to not put the Casablanca and put your wife on the plane. Bring her. Bring her with you. Let her, let her, yes. let her come in and, and sit here. Bring yourself both on the exit visas, and we can go ahead and uh, and chat some movies with, with, it, with the two of you. But please join us next week when we tackle... In honor of Rex Manning Day. Yeah. Ooh, Rexy, you're so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cinematic class at the Casablanca was. No, 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 no. Empire Records. Woo, yeah. For best film ever, uh, but Ian. I've been Liam. I've been Reverend Bruce. I still am. I've been Georgia. And in conclusion, I mean, there's really only, I mean, Reverend Bruce, you've been here for a while, but I think this truly is the start of a beautiful, beautiful friendship. friendship. If you're done the episode, hit the back button and play it again, man. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. On the flippity flip flop.
I have a new favourite game, and it is dancing in the thing because the like the zoom delay. screen is slightly behind <laughs> so my head is always in earlier, the opposite direction earlier. i don't know if you noticed i want to see the back of my head so i was like i, I want to see the back of my head so i was going look <laughs> <laughs> i love delayed like video feeds yeah, it me makes too. Me really love. it's just delayed enough isn't it yeah yeah it's just like a little boop I can We could reenact the, the slap. <laughs> You're a bunch of kids. I think we're both overtired. I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, instead of here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> Stand by your man. I don't know any of the other words. So arms to cling to. When a man slaps a man, it's a little bit something different there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oh, definitely. I just realized that I didn't. Is it plugged in? <laughs> oh, no. Plug it in, plug it in. I love watching you do stuff on the computer. <laughs> you pull some funny faces. Yeah, yeah you're like, <sighs> you're like that. I'm really, I'm really concentrated, I think. You probably see me when I'm, when I'm marking. Like this, like this, you're like that. <laughs> when I'm marking, See, you lead with your teeth, I lead with my tongue. When I'm concentrating, my mouth does this. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) You know what? I started church with that today. Did you? This is getting bad. I I have a good opening you'll want to hear. I'll tell you what then. I'm going to hit the button. I'm literally going to throw to you. You go ahead and open it, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Hello, best. Ah, sorry. Do it again. Sorry. Damn it. Sorry. You know what? You're gonna be the first person to ever like make his own coda with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. 